So today we're going to be looking back at what happened during the Nintendo Direct and see what it means for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, looking back, but also looking forward. Yes. What could it mean? The Direct was big. I thought it was great. The Direct was um, very, very positive. But I've I seen some of the uh, quote media narratives. Oh, the narrative. afterwards. The discourse, which um, are interesting to read. I, it feels like some people are like pouring dirt on the Switch. Well, sure. And and. I don't know if I agree with that point of view. So we're going to really dig yeah, into we're that gonna idea. we're going to dig into it. I think, yeah. I think it's a good time to look at it because right. it is in an interesting time yeah. in the Switch life cycle. And we've had these discussions about life cycles before and what Nintendo's general mentality is about. Right. Um, all of that. So, yeah, let's, let's just dissect all the bits and pieces. But not yet. But not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but not yet. Um... Of course, everything that we do on this channel is made possible by our wonderful, beautiful, perfect Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for all of your support. If you'd like to support us, please uh, join us at patreon.com slash kitandkrista. We'll put the link right over here. Um, right now, we have a fun goal. Yeah, to get back to Japan get back this to summer. Japan. Yep, right. yep. Um, we're hoping to make it out to Kyoto, our home away from home. We've spent a lot of time there. We want to show you guys um, all of the little secret nitty-gritty things that we used to do in Kyoto when we worked at Nintendo. Um, but we also want to go to Bit Summit, which is yes. a show we've never gone to before. It'll be a wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, also, this is a new thing. Uh, there are now Patreon-free trials. Yeah. You can try out our uh, most popular tier, which is First, which gets you early access to this podcast mm -hmm. and onto our Discord. Uh, you can try it for free for a week, and we've had—it's uh, been up for about a week. We've had some so look, many people people trying it up. out, yeah, and, uh, just fitting right in and having a great time. So that yeah. is a wonderful way to uh, kick the tires on this uh, whole here thing and uh, whole check it out. Here thing—that's right. That's what's what they call it. That's I guess so. Um, yeah, but we had a big, really busy week last week. I, I want I want to say so. We're we're recording this the day before Valentine's Day. Okay, and. Um, when we were talking about what do we do with this podcast, uh, you had suggested the idea of what if we talked about Valentine's Day snafus at mishaps, Nintendo or mishaps. 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 And I wasn't were, I wasn't sure what you, you were talking about. That at all. <laughs> I have some fun Valentine's Were there Day. any? Oh yeah. At Nintendo? Yeah. Oh. Were you not aware? I wasn't part of those, I guess. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> Maybe that could be part of our bonus Q&A. Okay. If you want to hear well, now stories. Well, now I really want to know. And now you really want to know. <laughs> what if you were one one of the people in the SNAP who just didn't know it? What? Do you ever think of that? Did, is it true? I don't know. Oh. You're going to have to find out. Oh, my gosh. So anyways, if our wonderful Patreon subscribers want to ask us about Valentine's Day snafus <laughs> in our time. bonus Q&A, there's still there's time. There's still time. Uh, we will tell you. I, I definitely have some Valentine's Day funny stories from at Nintendo. Okay. Huh. I guess you weren't, you really weren't a part of it. I, I think I was like weirdly in charge of a lot of Valentine's Day things. For who? For people other than yourself? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? <laughs> Clearly not um, uh, aware and or paying attention anyhow. at all. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about the Nintendo Direct today. We do have up on our channel a live reaction. That was fun. Uh, this was one of our most, I think, uh, our, our happiest reactions. One of our most happy reactions yeah, today. Yeah, I think we we definitely had some like pure moments of surprise. Yeah. Um, there was some stuff in the middle of that direct with like the Metroid and the um, Game Boy stuff that was truly like I did not think yeah. it was going to shadow drop that day. Right. So 
yeah, if you want to see our um, great, happy reactions to last week's direct, it's on our channel now. Yeah. Um, we have also streamed, it'll be out by now by the time you hear this, uh, a great new indie game called Blanc. Blanc. Which uh, you were really looking forward to. Yeah. And uh, I came around on it. I guess you came around. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I think that we're playing like a co-op game together mm. on stream, which is going to be really fun, I think. Um, it's, it's very puzzly, so hopefully you'll... Right. You'll be that's all what right. that's what you're there for, right? I hope so. Right, right. Uh, Walkthroughs. No. The chat will help us. The game the looks chat, the game looks incredible. The game looks yeah. really, really cute, really cute, and we're really excited to to play it. Yeah. So. Uh, also, um, awesome. we have a really great episode of Super Kitten Krista sixty four coming out soon. Mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned this before. We went retro game shopping. Yeah, we were surprised to find that there are many. Really fun retro game stores here in yeah. the, uh, the Bay Area where we're, we live, and we were able to go to three stores. Mm -hmm. And I honestly was genuinely surprised at how much stuff yeah. there was to explore and like look for and stuff. And then um, things were like okay price. I was really scared. Most that, things were, yeah. That it was gonna be like ridiculous. Yeah. You did see uh, a Hello Kitty Street Fighter controller that was how much? Like It was like $2,000. Yeah, $2,000. I would like to have that. But For the most part, stuff was affordable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hadn't gone shopping for, you know, this sort of stuff in a really long time. And, yeah. and my memory is like most of those stores shut down, so I'm glad that they still exist. Yeah, and they, they seem to be like pretty well stocked. Doing great, yeah. Doing really great. Everyone there was, like all the people that worked there were incredibly nice and helpful. I was really worried after our awful uh, GameStop, GameStop experience. experience of like, That was, uh, that was a little like, rough. That holiday shopping video, that was like all-time awkward moment yeah like I needed to like I wanted to like leave right really badly did no. not have that experience Everybody, with the retro game stores super though. nice super helpful yeah um, really knowledgeable too well you better be if you're gonna work there I guess yeah. I mean you don't have to be all right all right <laughs> um but yeah, so we gave ourselves some challenges of certain things. Could we find right. it or not? Uh, you'll have to watch the video to find out. Yeah, how we did. There was a big search for a virtual boy. I'm just going to say. What <sighs> happened with that? Yeah. You're going to have to a find out. harrowing yeah. search for a virtual boy. Yeah. I even changed our set today. To, to be like, more retro? To have more retro stuff. Oh. So I put this little cute little yeah. NES, uh, NES thing here. And yeah. then, um, of course, Rob is a staple. Um, I will say this, this uh, outing awakened something in me, reawaken oh. something in me oh, for, wow. for these old games. Yeah. So I had really like, so I, I still have my original NES and right. Super NES, but they don't really work anymore. Right. My NES, I've talked about this before. It's it's an issue with the pins. It's it's like it's yeah, it's, it's a problem a lot of people with have. With a lot of old consoles. I've tried yeah. to fix it. It 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 just doesn't work. Right. Um, same thing with my SNES. I actually don't know what the issue is with that. It's like, but yeah. even if I could, it'd be like. It's not it's convenient like to hook it up all the things to a modern television. Right, right. Um, so I was like, gosh, there's got to be some way. And I know about these analog systems, like right. the analog NT or whatever. And I looked those up, and those are just, I mean, those seem like great systems, but they're too expensive mm -hmm. for me. Um, those are like, you know, hundreds of dollars each yeah. per per system. For, for each, like... Right. Like NES and SNES, et cetera. Right. Yeah. And I mean, again, it seems like it's well worth the price if you want all of the yeah. features. I do like the analog pocket that people I, I use. might get one of those. That ones. one I think is probably the most worth it one because it's like it's yeah, multiple it's systems and multiple in systems one. and it's right. like a handheld, so it's a little bit more like I don't know. I don't know why I, I justify that in my head as like mm. this is worth it. Um 
that's another one though, like the play date where it's like, well, buy it and wait a year. Right, which is, I know. Which is the only thing stopping me I know, that. I know, yeah. it is. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you gotta, it's like, I don't wanna wait that long. Right. <laughs> But anyhow, anyhow, I spent a lot of the weekend um, doing research on like, well, what's kind of like these analog systems, but a little more, you know, affordable. Yeah, honestly. and hopefully like all in one too. Right, and yeah. I found some great ones. Um, I ended up buying one called um, the Retron 2 HD, which mm -hmm. plays um, NES and Super NES games, which is perfect because that's, yeah. that's what I need. And that's what I have a lot of games. I still have a lot of games for them. Right, right. Um, we might do a little quick unboxing. I think we uh, should. For that after we finish this here podcast. Right. But I am super excited to get that set up and, and check it out. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like a system with two slots. Um, one for NES, one for SNES. Right. It, it it's uses, easy to hook up to your, it, your TV. Right. It's so, got right? the yeah. original like controller input. So if you want to use your SNES controller. See, that, that part's really cool. You can do that. Or it comes with its own controller. You can get I'm, a wireless controller, too. That's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's great. And now, now I'm sort of like on eBay prowling for. Well, you like, still need to catalog all the games that you have at I your did, mom's house. I, I did that. You did. I did it. Did you? There's not much left there. There really isn't that much no, left there. No, there's oh, not much. Interesting. I found like well, I, f I went there this weekend too. I found like one or two things. Oh, okay. Um, so well, we I definitely have, have some that we picked up recently from the shopping trip. Right. That we should try. But now again, I'm just like, what are these games that I? You know, knew of when I was young, but just didn't get exposed to. Back to Faxanadu? I bought Faxanadu. You did? I did it. It's on the way. What the yeah. heck is Faxanadu? <laughs> We're going to find out. No. We're going to find out what this is. Looks, I don't know what this is this game at looks, all. This game looks incredible. Um, uh, give me the, like, the two-sentence Faxanadu It's kind of summary. like a, a Zelda 2, like, 2D action RPG, basically. Oh, um, into that. And this was a game that I, I just read constantly about in Nintendo Power. Like, wow, that looks cool. That looks but cool. But you never bought it. I never bought it. I never had a friend who owned it. Okay. So, so you just never... I'm beyond beyond who looking at a played, picture. Who has played Faxanadu? And tell us if you think that we should play Faxanadu. I actually think it's called Fazanadu. <laughs> oh, it's this. not called Faxanadu? No, somebody told me. Well, it's, it's, called, it's based on... It's called Famicom Xanadu. It's a different version of Xanadu. Is Whatever. it supposed to be like the movie Xanadu? I don't know what you're talking about with that. No, I don't think so. So it's not related to the movie. Well, I actually at don't all. know what this movie is at all, so maybe it is. I doubt it. Because Xanadu is a great movie. That's a 70s movie, though. Have you seen Xanadu? Uh, no, you have no, not seen We got to get off this now. Um, but yeah, I've been picking up here and there. I've been going back through my old Nintendo Power. Because again, there were so many games that I saw and that you just never hear of again. Right. And there was not like a fixed Xanadu IP like expansion. There was no, no. like one, two, three <laughs> fax Xanadu. No, that no. was it. That was it. One um, fax Xanadu. So, like, what are some other games? I was, oh, other games. See, I unfortunately sold off a lot of my old retro uh, games. One that I'm getting back, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's a great game. I know it is. That? Yeah. Yes. I got it. It's coming back. Yes. I want to play that right. with you. <laughs> I still have the original DuckTales. I don't know why I kept... Oh, DuckTales! Yeah. Why did I keep DuckTales and sell that's Rescue so, Rangers? It makes had, no like, sense. You had, like, Sophie's Choice, the two Disney I properties? Know. I don't know. It doesn't make well, sense. Well, that's weird. But, I mean, there are some games that I don't, like, yeah. any, anything that's on NSO, like, I'm covered with that. I don't... Right. You don't, don't need, need to have it if you can't right. play it easily. I'm trying already. to not get too crazy deep into this, because yeah. otherwise I'd go broke. But right, it, so and anything, you have to store it all. And it's like, well, okay, there's this Ninja Turtle collection that's out, great. Those you games don't need are there. That. Yeah. There's a Castlevania collection, don't great. Need that. There's a Contra collection, I have that on Switch, right, great. Right, right. So there's just little pockets of things. Little pockets. And just little things that I, I wanted to experience. Little Mermaid I finally Disney. Want to ex I saw that for me. I saw that Please. on eBay and I thought about it and I was like, she's probably got that. I don't have it. You don't have it? I don't have it. What happened? I think it broke. 
It broke? It broke It broke as my... you threw it into the dumpster? No! I think I played it too much and it like broke and it broke my NES. Ugh. I'm pretty sure that's what this happened. Is, this is a dubious Little Mermaid broke my <laughs> NES and then broke itself. Okay. I only have um, SNES games now. Great. And not very many of those either. Yeah, yeah. There is, I will say, um, so when I was looking at these systems, there is another one called the Retron 5. Oh. Which was a little bit too much system than I was looking to go in on. Right. Because it plays NES, Super NES, uh, Genesis, Genesis, and then Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Wow, wow. It, it has literally five like cartridge slots. Like a million slots. slots. Which is like, this, this crazy. thing looks a little out there. Wow. Um, but who knows? If, I mean, if, if I get going with this and uh, this is great, then you know maybe maybe I'll do a hand-me-down to you with this and maybe I'll pick up a Retron 5. I don't know. Oh, I get a hand-me-down? Maybe you'll get a hand-me-down. I don't know. No I was promises. an only child, so I never got any hand-me-downs. But I, I would have You got a birthday it. coming up? Just saying, there's a lot of You things. have a birthday before my birthday. Well, actually. I already own the thing. You have <laughs> Some a good it's doing me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stream off of that thing? Absolutely. That is See? so cool. That's right. We should totally do that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, that is that. the retro Watch that episode. Yeah. of our lives. That's right coming now. out soon. Uh, right. Last thing is we were recently. Uh, well, it's not out yet, but we recorded an episode of the Shine Sparkers podcast yeah. with the good people at Shine Sparkers. If Very you don't know, nice people. they are a Metroid fan community who mm-hmm. um, I actually remember working with for a long time at Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, long, 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 long time. So it was great to join their podcast, and we recorded that the day after the direct. I mean, that was just the perfect timing that we didn't know well, what's we, happening. We had been on the books with them for weeks. I was like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> yeah, metroid Not a lot happening right now And then all of a sudden, there was like a million metroid We had so metroid many things games. to talk about. Yeah. And we were like, perfect. Yeah. It was like, it could not have been better timing. We were all fresh off that direct. We, had, we also had streamed. Um, Prime Remastered yeah. earlier that day right. and then jumped on to mm-hmm. do the podcast, to record the podcast yep. with them. So it was like, it could, literally the timing could not have been better, which right, is Right, right, right. Uh, they said that's going to be out around the end of the month. I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll give everybody a heads up if you want to check yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We're excited to, um, to be there and, and they were so nice to have yeah. us. Ooh, this is going to be a jam-packed episode. I can feel it. Are, can you feel it? I can feel it. Feel it. <laughs> uh, before we go any further, this episode is sponsored by Care Of. Yay! Thank you, Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month, and we have been trying it. Yeah. So yeah. we, you can fill out this really cool quiz. I love a your quiz. Lifestyle. I love a quiz. Yeah. Your lifestyle, your health goals, you know, and then you have like a personalized. Um, vitamin and supplement regimen that they deliver mm-hmm. to you. It's cute. It has your name on it. It's great. It's yeah. really, and it's like in little packets as well. Right. Which I love. So every, and, it, and it's like a little, there's like a little cardboard yeah, thing. You just, you just pull out every yep. every day the, the vitamins that are yeah. for you and you take Good those. Yeah, traveling too. It's very easy to remember as well. It's like, oh, did I, did I remember to take it? Did I yeah, not? Yeah, exactly. You don't right. have to deal with like, you know, 10 bottles or whatever. You right. just take your little packet right. in the morning. Um, yeah, super convenient. Really, really nice and easy. And um, I also got some of the supplements. I mm. asked for um, skin, hair, and nails. Uh-huh. So I had some collagen supplements. Okay. What I really like about this one, I've been drinking it um, every morning with my coffee, is that it's like tasteless. So you just kind of mix two scoops yeah. into your coffee and there, it doesn't change the taste of my coffee at all. I got it's one great. of those as well that was for immunity and I was reading the package and it said just pour it into your mouth. 
oh. I, I haven't tried it yet, but it's like, you don't need to add water. You don't need to do oh, that's easy too. You know, all these, all these steps. Yeah. Very, very simple. Oh, wow. Uh, there's okay. also an app that helps you keep mm -hmm. on track with everything. And if you need to, um, you know, get, get more of anything that might be running out soon, it's very easy to do that. So yeah. it's been uh, a lot of fun and, and wonderful to get started uh, with uh, Care Of. Yeah. Yeah. So for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KIT and Krista50. Again, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KIT and Krista50. And we'll put the link, of course, right here and also in the description below. Give it a try. <clears throat> yeah. All right, we gotta we gotta reorder some of the things yeah, on this, this here this podcast episode is, today, is we got a lot of Nintendo Direct stuff. We're going in a different order today. Yes. Uh, Strap on you'll, in. You'll people. understand why once we once we yeah. get going. So we're gonna start with news. We're starting with news. I know. And then after that, we're gonna we're gonna because we're gonna talk about the Nintendo Direct. Right. We're gonna talk about our Nintendo Direct predictions. Yeah, and after. how and grade them. Yes. And then we have. I will be grading yours. And I'll be grading yours. Okay. F. Um, B minus. Here it comes. Hold on now. Uh huh. My mom's downstairs. Don't say it so loud. <laughs> you are really traumatized. Yes, by you report, talk to her. report cards. Yes, Jeez. I am. I'm sure other people are too. It's not great. Um, do you ever ask your parent, "Hey, hey, how'd you do in school?" You ever my ask mom that? actually was a very good student, yeah. so I can't. I don't have a leg to stand my, on. My mom at all. went to Stanford. I can't do it. Either. Yeah, and then <laughs> my stepdad has like a PhD from uh. like. Like some like Come on, very parents. I know. Be more slackerish. Setting, setting such a high standard. Your mom went to Stanford. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago, but oh. no, but still, still Stanford. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, the news. <clears throat> the news. Uh, NCL, which is the Japanese arm uh -huh. of Nintendo, that's what we uh, called it. Yep. Uh, they're raising the salaries of their staff by ten percent. Yes. Um, this was part of the kind of financial announcements right. that came out last mm -hmm. week, and I guess there was a, a call from the Japanese government to like raise raise salaries. employee salaries yeah. to help with the economy and you know yeah. help um, you know just various employment factors. Um, the the report didn't say like what it, the baseline was. Well, I'm curious. Is it? Literally everybody is at certain parts mm, of people who work like at NCL, yeah. um, certain positions. Right, right. If, uh, I don't know. I'd be curious to know more. But yeah. I, I guess there are also some other companies that have been following suit of this, yeah, of Square this Enix request. And Capcom. Yep. Square Enix and Capcom raised by 30%. 30, that's a lot. And they said it was to retain and attract talent, which, uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say, if uh, Joe Biden went out and said, "Hey, you should you should raise your salaries," I think the people at Nintendo of America would say, "Thanks, but no thanks." Yeah, I was uh, going to say maybe a lot of other companies in yeah, the U.S. would be right. like, "Actually, like, shut up." Yeah, mind your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the difference between the Japanese Indeed. and the U.S. government. Yeah, uh, but I think overall, this is a wonderful thing. These developers work so hard, and again, yeah. we've had a lot of firsthand experiences working closely with them. The sheer amount of hours and, right. you know, just blood, sweat, tears, the heart that gets poured into their work is above and beyond anything you could ever imagine. Yeah. And uh, they deserve to be paid millions and millions of dollars, yeah. but they don't. So I always got the sense that um, Nintendo's developer salaries were 
pretty good by mm. Japanese developer standards. Yeah. Um, you know, they would get paid for overtime. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, you're, if you're working these long hours, you better be getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is still an issue in, in Japanese development of like, I don't, I don't think developers get paid all that much. I don't think so either. I yeah. think it's, if you compare it, say, to like a tech salary, it's quite a, a huge amount lower. Right, right, right. And um, yeah, they, they certainly deserve to be compensated fairly for the work that they do. Yeah. So. Uh, Good I would for them. I'd also uh, like to have a conversation with some of my friends still at Nintendo of America and see if this might be an awkward question asked at a uh, all company meeting or something. <laughs> Say, hey, how about us? That's coming up. That is <laughs> coming up for well, you. Well, something for the effort here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nintendo has their annual like performance reviews yeah. around the summer time frame. This could be a, a fun, a fun thing to ask your boss. Where's my ten percent, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not the raise we got every year, yeah. people. Not at all. Uh, so. <laughs> but good for them. Good for them, yeah. Uh, there is around Metroid Prime Remastered, which we'll be talking about later, yeah. this interesting controversy which is brewing around the game's credits. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there really was um, this this fella, Zoid. Not to be confused we with have, We have Zoroid. Uh, Zoid was a member of the original Metroid Prime dev team, and he right. shared in a tweet um, in the credits, it just says, based on the work of Metroid Prime, original Nintendo, GameCube, and Wii versions, development staff. Mm -hmm. And they didn't go out to including by name. The names, yeah. All of those people. And um, Zoid is a little bit disappointed. And, you know, he said he worked with so many great people who deserve yeah. to be credited. And it really got people talking on this topic. Yeah. Of credits. Credits. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, every game company handles credits a little differently. You got Gorilla Credits, for example, after a Horizon Ubisoft game. Ubisoft Credits. And you can just basically make yourself a whole dinner and like eat it, and the credits will still be rolling. Yeah. And then you have, by contrast, Nintendo's credits, which were like the most bare-bones yeah. credits ever. Right. Um, so I, I don't think there's like an industry standard around credits, but it's, it is interesting in this particular instance because it is a remastered game. Right. But... Obviously, it's remastered from the original Based game. Based on the original game. Yeah, so it, it is, a, I think it's a little disappointing not to yeah. include the people that worked on the, the original yeah, game. Yeah, maybe, well. maybe the industry should try to standardize. Come up this. with a standard yeah. for this because it seems to be an ongoing point of contention and frustration mm -hmm. for developers. Of, yeah. You know, I wasn't credited or I was put in special thanks because I left early. Right. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. So this, this seems like something that should get ironed out. Um, in this case, I don't think Nintendo was being malicious No, with this. I don't think so. I think they were, and this is just purely my guess, is I think they were saying like, yes, we want to, you know, note the people who worked on those original games. Those games had credits. If you'd like to seek them out. You can. you can, yeah. Uh, so we are giving a nod to them this way. I think they thought we are doing something nice, but uh, you know we're not going to make this go on for another ten minutes because uh, right. we're going to name. And that's very out. like Nintendo to keep the credits like right. pretty pretty focused and bare bones. Right. And so I think this had maybe good intentions, but sort of backfired in a way because it just drew attention to how you did not credit these original people. Right, right. Which so, is kind of unfortunate. So I'm curious in the case of the next remastered game, does this get does this approach get adjusted? Because I'm sure there are people passing this feedback along right. to the development Just teams. Put it in. Um, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of times like credits 
for developers is basically like your like reel or your resume. Right. So it has like a real impact on like if you can exactly. get another job. Right. So it's not just like, you know, I I need the clout for my name to be on there. I'm sure yeah. that part of it feels good too, but it literally is like your livelihood. So you should give people the credit for the work that they did, you know? Um so yeah, so yeah. I, I do think that there needs to be some sort of standardization around this because it, it is people's like actual yeah. resumes. And, like <clears throat> and again, there's there's no company that is more about developer respect than Nintendo. Yeah. So uh, again, I, I don't think they were they were trying to do something exactly sneaky or nasty here. Right. Right. Um, doing it for the clout. That I was I was in some credits, you know. You were. You were doing when it for I was the clout, at, when you? I was I was doing it for the clout when I, I was in it. the uh, Elibits credits at Konami. I knew it. The, the Dewey's Adventure. You ever played Dewey's Adventure? Sure haven't. It's a great game on uh, on the, the Wii, the original Wii. I won't be playing by it. Konami. Just kidding. Look for me when you beat it. You maybe can't I, maybe, that game. Maybe I should You're play all the games it. that you are credited in. Oh, and then rate them. I actually don't know what that list is. <laughs> <laughs> we should look it up. We should look it up. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Um, we uh, have just got past the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, yes. The big, the big game. The big game, as <laughs> it's I the say. The big game. We don't have to call it that anymore. Um, and uh, as predicted, there was a there Super was Mario some stuff movie. for the Super Mario movie. Uh, okay, so that was this is some this is some high tier stuff incredible. by the the Mario movie marketing team. So if you haven't seen it, a little bit before the game, they launched kind of a fake web page mm -hmm. for Super Mario Brothers Plumbing, right? Uh, which looks like a like a real kind of janky yeah. web page. It looks that like a, a janky web page that a local plumber might have. Right. There is a commercial. In the style of the movie, right? Of you know, call us if you're got a problem or something. Yeah, but it looks like an infomercial. It did. It was a kind of grainy. And it has like the you know the like the testimonial from the housewife, right? That, you know, had yeah. the, the plumbing issue or right, whatever, right. and they got Mario and Luigi handing it up in their little vans and stuff like that. Yeah, there is a phone number that I you called can call, it, or you I can called text it them. Too. And this this great like Italian, you know, it's Luigi. Luigi. Who do you mean that to? Who is it? No, I'm saying like the accent is great. Oh. It's got like a like a New York. Oh, it's you know. Luigi. Oh, it's Luigi. Jeez. I'm glad it was Luigi and not Chris Pratt. <laughs> Anyways, um, and he, there's too many lines for Chris Pratt to I get know, through. Right? It's like what was it? Too many, a lot of syllables there, Chris. Turtle dropping, yeah. <laughs> turtle stomping, tur turtle turtle drop kicking. Um, anyways, uh, it was great. It was so creative, right? And just amazing. And this is like the kind of stuff that you love to see around. It becoming like Mario becoming like an entertainment property, and the now. commercial was using uh, the song from the original uh, Super Show. Yes, the TV show. Yeah, the little rap song. That they right, have. right. Yeah. Um, this is where it's great that Nintendo has a partner like Universal that's mm -hmm. really kind of pushing them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Because we left to their own devices, they would not have done this. We poked and think. prodded at times about like, so is Mario actually a plumber from Brooklyn? And they would see absolutely, absolutely not. not. He yeah. is he is of no, you know, cultural origin. He has yeah. no he's just he has he's no just, personality. He's, just, he's Mario. just Mario. He's just Mario. Yeah, he has no background, no cultural origin, no like origin story. Yeah. So it was like no, kind of, they really wanted you to like have like the blandest right. character it's ever. It's a blank slate. Yeah, and it's like, no, don't talk about Mario yeah. as like who he is, but just like talk about the game that he's in, that's it. So they are kind of rewriting the uh, canon uh, again, back to what it was, which, which I think is good. <laughs> I think it's good too. Um, it was interesting that this was the big thing they put out around the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because I imagine this is a very... Kind of a deep cut. I imagine this is a very 
small part of the movie. Right. Of like the, at the beginning where it's like, what yeah. were we doing before we got sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom? Um, I mean, I guess it's t- it's tickling some nostalgia bone for somebody. I was going to say, maybe they thought that like if anyone, you know, watching the Super Bowl, like a more general right. audience, right. maybe they would associate Mario most closely with a plumber yeah, and not with like any sort of game reference or even a movie reference yeah. or a reference from a previous trailer. So this is maybe like the way for them to reach the widest audience. And also it's, it was funny and clever and interactive. So that, that was good. That right. voted well, really well for them. Right. Um, I will say, you know, this is all stuff that we talked about doing at Nintendo, tried to do it at Nintendo, yeah. but for whatever reason, like we couldn't do it. This is super hard stuff to do. Like making, right. you know, this kind of fake, property that yeah. has all these different hooks into it um it's extremely complicated to do it's hard to do well mm-hmm. and then on the nintendo side there's just all these different kind of checks and like are you sure about this do we yeah, need to do this that's true um yeah. so again like it's great that universal is is pushing them into these new territories yeah where it's it sounds like, like they're letting universal take a lot of the creative reins yeah. As well, so it's nice that they they trust Universal to give them that creative freedom because yeah. when we were marketing games, it was like, especially as we started to like get into that like deep in the Switch era, it was very much like keep it very straightforward. Um, I do remember like one time we pitched an idea to do for WarriorWare to do like a job like a career page on LinkedIn. Do you remember oh. that? That was like most closely. Yeah. And we were gonna like Charles Martinet right. to do like a phone, um, like leave a message and yeah. it'd be like Wario's yeah. voice, like asking you if you wanted to work at Wario Inc. or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't think I think that eventually got rejected. Right. But we pitched it really far. <laughs> yeah. Like it went really really far right. up the right. chain. And but it, you know we definitely had some of these ideas before. Yeah. Um, and they were hard to hard to execute. Yeah. What what this tells me is like Miyamoto really sees um, Chris. Melodandri, aka uh, Steve Ballmer, <laughs> as his peer. Yeah, where it's like I think so. I'm the expert at making games. You're the expert in making like movies. movies. So, and like, marketing if, movies. If you come at me with an idea and you're really passionate and you can really like back it up, like I'm gonna listen. I'm to gonna you. let you do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is yeah. which is great. Yeah, I'd also think that it's nice, maybe that it's not like kind of sitting within the game development. Yeah. People at Nintendo because. You know, their focus is always going to be, like, just market the game. Right. Like, this is a little bit, you have a little bit more and of movies like and games room. are not the same thing. Right. You have a little bit more breathing room. So mm-hmm. they, they don't have the expertise in, like, marketing movies. Right. And so they kind of, like, are forced, I think, to listen a little bit more yeah. or, like, try different things. So, right. yeah, I'm glad to see it. It was really, really clever and really fun and... Um, Nice to see something that was like a different like this from Nintendo. Yeah. They've also been putting out these new posters like left Daily. and right. Yeah, there's so many like, of wow. these posters. And they all look amazing. They do. The Bowser was my they favorite. They look really great. I like the one of um, Mario and Peach and Toad sitting on the, the mushroom looking out oh, on the kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I, one was really good too. That yeah, one. that yeah. one's really good. Yeah. 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 I, I, don't, I just I really want to see more of Bowser. This movie made, makes Bowser look so cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. The Nintendo Direct. Shall we get into this recap? Yes, let's. let's, let's. Uh, I have just a long list of things, and I'm going to run through it. Stop me if you want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about everything here. Okay. Some of it we can just move on from. But we have to talk about uh, Metroid Prime Remastered Shadow Drop. Yeah. Wow. That this was, was a, big a huge surprise. surprise. Yeah, you predicted this this one. 
I didn't predict this. You didn't predict well, the shadow drop. Not 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 for this direct. Time. I predicted. Yeah. I mean, there was just so much about this rumor, <clears throat> and this was a rumor yeah. that wouldn't go away. A lot of people had heard about it, so mm -hmm. I did believe that it was real. Yeah. Um, we never knew about this game at all when we were at Nintendo. No, we didn't. Yeah. So they did a great job of keeping that from us. Yeah. They're good at telling, keeping secrets. They are good at keeping secrets. Uh, so I'm not surprised at that. Right. Um, I do think the rest of the trilogy will be released. Well, that is part of the rumor. Um, yeah. Yeah, people were coming at me. They were like, it's just the first one. I'm like, the first of three. And this is uh, part of the Jeff Grubb redemption arc, which I'm excited ah, for. Because yes. Jeff, Jeff Grubb had to eat some crow after the last he one. He did. But it's okay. It's just the, um, the, timing, the timing was off. But yeah. the rumor is obviously but, true. But anyway, so the rumor is that this... The one that's out now is the one that's getting the full remaster treatment. Right. And the other and the ones other are going to be two. more straightforward right. ports. Although I wonder if now, are they rethinking that? It's like, oh, people really... so well. Right. And it's like, are you putting out, I guess, the Wii version then? Like, does that have... Is that just strictly pointer controls? Because I think people really like... That's not going to be good. They, I really like the twin the, stick controls. The, the, modern, the modern controls. At least do that. Right. Is that hard? I don't know. Well, again, if this is just a straightforward port, what does it mean? I don't know. I mean, you can port it like from a graphics perspective, but just yeah. update the controls. That doesn't and, seem like it's that know, Metroid big Prime deal. 3 is a Wii game, so that is very pointer-based. Right, right. Uh, but again, I would love it if they did twin stick for, for all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, this is very the game that exciting. this is the game that actually exists right now. Yes. Um were you surprised that they did this as a shadow drop? I was very surprised yeah. that they did, did this as a shadow drop. I think if the direct was more focused on Zelda, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But because it was more of like just games upcoming for like near term the next couple months. Um, now, now that I see what's happened, like now it makes sense. Right. But I, I couldn't have called it before because I thought no. that it was going to be like Tears of the Kingdom focus. Right. Right. Um, right. So I thought that this was going to come later in the year. Right. But that's great. I'm happy. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we've been playing this I game. I love a good shadow drop. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, my my prediction from earlier this year is that Metroid Prime 4 comes out at the end of this year. Mm. I think this is helping all of those stars align. I see. Um, because, again, this is the so-called warm-up marketing. Get people back into Metroid. Mm. Um, but they're only going to stay warm for so long. See, I think that they're going to um, release the other two trickle them out throughout okay. the year, especially around the holidays, mm -hmm. but save Prime 4 for the new console next year. It's a lot of games to get out. I don't know. That's why they got it. They have plenty of logs to warm to keep that fire a-going, as they say. That makes no <laughs> sense at all. Huh? <laughs> logs. Prime logs. Um, okay. Uh, it does seem like this was um, Retro Studios with the help of some other studios yeah. making this. You know, it's... I was thinking about this. It's great that since they have so many new people uh, probably there who have never worked on a Metroid game, this we'll is a feel fresh for them. This is a great way to like, hey, let's let's get our feet wet yeah. working on this game that and is then, kind of already there. And then you work on Prime Four, right? Transfer the skills yeah. over. This is like your like training day. Exactly. It's perfect. It's a pretty smart. You work on three Prime games and then you work on Prime Four. It's like right. I'm I'm ready now. Right. Like, I right. know what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I would occasionally help Retro Studios. They're like, we got to put up this job posting, but it's going to be a big to-do because people are going to see this. And yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, right. The yeah. job postings are always... And they right. started that Twitter, remember? And that was a big thing. Yeah. yeah oh, that's like, what, oh, that Twitter is so good. It's so cute. It's so, it's like, so the opposite wholesome. of 
any other Nintendo Twitter. I know. <laughs> As you can tell, there's like a real human being like working it. I know. And those pe those guys are just like the best. They're so nice. I know. And so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss them. I miss yeah. them. But, um, I hope they're doing good. But yeah, that's that's a great way to get people in in the flow of making a exactly. Metroid Prime game. Yeah, get in the, get in the groove. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 Um, the other big surprise, and this was back to back with Metroid, so it was really, this know. was like a really like this was like a hype get hype moment. moment the was, crazy to the Toad meme um, on NSO Game Boy and Game Boy Advance coming um, that day. Uh, so Game Boy is on the base tier, Game Boy Advance is on the more expensive tier. Yep. Um, I thought it was really smart that they put out both because. Game Boy is a platform that I respect, but I wouldn't say I really like that much. Yeah. <clears throat> I think those games... They don't hold up as well. Struggle to hold up? They, yeah, they really do So I wonder how many people up. are like, oh, Game Boy, I like that. And then they play it and they're and like, they're like uh. oh, yeah, Game Boy. And they're like, oh, wait, Game Boy Advance. Those games actually Those games do hold, hold up. up. Right. And they have like some, some really good ones, like the Mario and Luigi game yeah. and... Some of those Wario games that you, right. know, you like love but can't play these days. Right, right. Yeah, so it's it's perfect. It's a pretty good. The Game Boy Advance offerings are a little limited. I think how many are there? Like six ish, five to six. Five to six? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're great games, mm -hmm. uh, but the Game Boy Advance library is massive. So yeah. there's a lot they can do with that. Yeah. Game Boy is pretty good out of the gate. Um, there are some interesting choices. Like it has. Super Mario Land 2, but not Super Mario Land 1. Mm-hmm. I wonder I what that is, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not crying. I don't I don't really but like why, Super Mario Land 1. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's weird. You'd think they would just do both. Why not at that point? So right? maybe we'll get that later. I don't I don't know. I thought that was a little bit strange. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is nice how you can do all the different visual filters, mm -hmm. like the puke green. You gotta have the puke green. The more monochromatic. Uh, you can do Game Boy Color. You can't put it in the shell of the Game I Boy, know. though. Which on 3DS, they let you do they that. They do that with the 3DS. Why did they take that out? Where's the shell? I would totally do that. Me too. Ugh. That's the only thing. What if it lets you hold your switch like vertically? Huh? And put it in the, wouldn't it be cool if like, you hold your switch vertically oh, and like, you put just... it in the shell of the Game Boy? That would be fun. Okay. Not for, <laughs> getting, not for the Game Boy. Advance, you're getting a little out there the now. For the Game Boy would be cute. I always play. What, how do you play it? I need to know your settings. What do you mean? For how Game do I Boy. Play? When you go into the settings, what do you do? Puke green. You go, you go puke green. Yeah. There's also another setting. I don't they, like that. They're very vague about what it is. It was like original look and feel. And it just oh, means you can actually see the, the dots, dots of the yeah. pixels. I don't I, need to see the dots. I, I click oh, that. Oh, you need the dots. I absolutely you, click that. You need that dots. really completes the look for me. Oh, I, I just need the green. Really? Yeah. I don't, I, I go with the more black and white one. You would. The puke green is a bit much. And Game Boy Color, it depends on the game. Game Boy Color. Some games do it better than others. Game Boy Color is a little bit different. Yeah. There's different settings for Game Boy Color, obviously. No, you're talking about Game Boy Advance. Okay, I'm, sorry, I'm talking Game about Boy, Game Boy Game Color. Boy. I'm talking about Game yeah, Boy. That one, I, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Metroid 2, really good um, oh. Game Boy Color settings. Uh, but some other games I just prefer I in black and white. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. All uh, right. This was this was a big surprise to me. I had said that this I, was never coming I did, ever. I didn't think we were getting any other <laughs> I didn't think so platforms either. on NSO. I thought period. they were they were going to hold it until um, the next system. Right. Right. But, so, Boy, um, we that's cool. Yeah, you know, we'll talk a little bit later about what that could mean. Yeah. Uh, other stuff. Advance Wars finally coming finally out. Finally coming April out. April 21st. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm surprised that. It didn't surprised seem... they didn't shadow drop this. 
it didn't seem like people really asked Nintendo of like, why are you doing this now when you have this very strong stance of yeah. this is not the right time. You should ask. When nothing's changed. <laughs> I'm asking now. What happened? Tell why, me. Why, Nintendo? <clears throat> Tell us. Tell us. Uh, They're going to send people, your email to the trash. I feel like people just didn't want to question it of like, let's just get this game out. This is rocky. <laughs> let's not, let's not <laughs> chuck. Let's not let them rethink this. Oh, gosh. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe after it comes out, people will ask that. They'll retroactively retroact unrelease it. Yeah. Jason Schreier is going to have you that email take, ready to send yeah. on 9 p.m. on April 20th. You need to take your game back to Walmart. We're going to be taking it back and holding on to it for, oh, for a few gonna, more years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. They're going to have you. They're going to have like some sort of the ninjas will come in and yeah. confiscate your game. Right, yeah, right. right. exactly. All right. All right. Uh, that's great, though. Yeah. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Demo. That came yes. out. That's another game that is like just around the corner. It's like the next week or something like they that. They also had a whole new mode in that game. That they but announced. I was disappointed that you have to beat the the yeah. the main mode to unlock this mode. That was a little strange. Why though? Because you think a mode like that is like, all right, you're you know this game inside and out. Yeah, this is like the new thing for you that for you, you. Can try. Yeah. Right uh, I don't know. Uh, Bayonetta Origins coming out March 17th. Mm -hmm. I completely forgot about that game. That's, really that's very soon, though. You really did. Pikmin 4. This this started... This is the Switch, uh, uh, the direct intro, basically. Yes, this started yeah. the show. Uh, this is coming out July 21st. That's like a lot earlier than I thought, too, for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. You thought this was a holiday game more? I thought it was a holiday game, yeah. Or like September-ish. Okay. Early, early fall, whatever. early holiday. Great. Yeah. They really... That dog, though. What's the name of this? Um, it's a Japanese name. But then I saw a pronunciation that was not Japanese. Oh. So I'm, I'm confused now. What I need, is the name I need, of the I need dog? confirmation. The armless dog. It has no arms. It has two legs and no arms. It has two legs and no, arms. And no, and no, and no, no nose also. But it's a little strange when I'll, I'll admit it's a little strange when you look at it. It's pretty cute though. It's cute at first glance. It's, it's cute. I'll just, weird. I'll just glance. Weird cute. Okay. Yeah. Um. That game is looking good. We didn't get a lot more. I mean, it was a pretty long trailer um, yeah. in terms of like. Besides the dog, it was details. It, it was basically Pikmin. Looks like. Oh, a, you get the ice Pikmin, the new. There Pikmin were, yeah, type. That's true. That's true. Make new Pikmin. I shouldn't type. say that. Yeah. Uh, Splatoon, you just don't really like Splatoon Three DLC. This was. Call um, that. Yeah. We called that. So there's this. It's kind of two parts. There's one part where you get to Inkopolis. Mm -hmm. And it was a little bit vague about what you can. Yeah, it's like what exactly what, what the point is it, of this is, or is it just like a look? And then the second part it was is like this a very like arty single player campaigny. Yeah, kind it's of like thing. an artsy trailer, which I'm very very curious. very artsy trailer. Very cool. I was I was into that. Yeah, I want to know. I'm very, <clears throat> yeah. It piques my interest for sure. Yeah, uh, DLC is out for Fire Emblem Engage. That's really soon, or that's that was really fast mm -hmm. turnaround. Uh, oh, they were already selling it to you when you bought the game at launch. So yeah, <laughs> they were ready yeah. to go. Take your money. And They're ready to take that money. There was DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles mm -hmm. Three, featuring Shulk and Rex. Rex, I didn't recognize. Rex got the glow up. Wow. Rex did get the glow. Wow. Up. Yeah. Did his voice get the glove that we need to find out? Uh, you need to do a voice acting. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the first bit from the fourth wave of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, <laughs> what do they call this? Booster? Booster pack? DLC. Something? DLC. DLC. Uh, Yoshi's Island track. This is great. Cute. This looks really good. Yoshi's my, my Mario Kart character. So oh, that's I'm, right. I'm into this. Yeah. Pink Yoshi. Uh, that was all we saw. We didn't see any other tracks. Uh, Baten Kaitos 1 and 2. People seem very excited about this. I don't know much that's a, about That's this. a cult hit from GameCube. 
Yeah, I don't know much yeah, about I this. Haven't, I, this is I, like I, a card game thing, right? Right, yeah, it's okay. like a card RPG kind of game. Mm. I knew of these games, I didn't play them, um, but it looks good. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Tears of the Kingdom, all right. This was the big kind of closer for the show. Yeah. New we trailer. got like a, it's like two and a half minute yeah. trailer. New trailer. No, no Aonuma sighting, which is a little sad. No Aonuma, no real rundown of information of the game. Right. Trailer was were they, mixed mixed reviews, I, I heard. Were I they like trying it. to match the 2017 trailer with this, do you think? I don't think so. I think they, they know they can't. They must know they can't. That's that's iconic. That is like, know. you can't, you just can't do it, so but don't But do you try. think like that, like just the general idea of that trailer, like let's try and do that again. Of like, let's give people like an emotionally charged look into the story and gameplay of this game. Well, I think they definitely want to do that, but I don't think it was with the intention of matching the 2017 reveal trailer. But I think that their aim is to get you to, to sort of hook you a little bit more with the story mm -hmm. aspect of it because it's been very mysterious right. so far. Right. And obviously it's working because people are like dissecting that trailer to no end. Um, the other thing that I noted that was like that stood out to me is like it does it does feel more cinematic like overall the game. what what does the game like they have a lot they seem to be focusing a lot more on the voice acting mm. you know a lot more on sort of this like movie quality of it versus it being like a nintendo thing where it's like let's just focus on the gameplay like that's it so they do seem to be taking more of a cinematic approach um to it so i mean that could be interesting we'll see the 2017 trailer uh, had a very, like, rocky path to release. Like, they yeah. went through a lot of versions, versions of that. Versions, yeah, that didn't, that's right. That didn't work. Right, right. And it's hard to get people. They had a lot of people giving them feedback, and they were yeah. trying and trying and trying. And ultimately, they, they hit it out of the park. But, um, you know, it's interesting it was how a, it, was it, was, a, it was not like... It wasn't like it was like God tier from day one. It wasn't like yeah, version one was perfect because that's what I'm saying. They're not good. Not not that they're not good. Huh? They're they're not accustomed to making cinematic mm. story driven trailers for okay. their stuff. Like they are very like let me just show you this level, and then you're gonna play the level and you're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. That's like Nintendo's way. Uh, um. So, so what what did you like or not like in this trailer? No, I, I like the trailer. I think people were but like what? overly critical of what it. What did you like? You, as a person, as a human being, <laughs> tell me. I like the cinematic quality. I just liked it. Okay. Was, uh, no, I, I think the voice acting was good. It was cool to hear like Ganon's voice. Was that Ganon? It's gotta be Ganon. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't, Whoever I'm the not villain sure it is. is. There was like a, an air of like sort of mystery to it. Like what is the power that like roboticized Link's arm? Mm. Like what is actually happening? There was like so many theories is like oh they some someone ripped the triforce that link has like out of his soul and that's Yikes. why he has like to get this other power to try to get the triforce back like there are so many theories so, so about you're the you're you're I'm very story girl, you're very so. story focused i have always been story all right well focused. i'm very opposite i know um i like all the i like the little gizmos that you saw, those vehicles okay um so about that well one thing we do know is, the sky stuff is neat. Um, the game's director, Mr. Fujibayashi, is a big car he nut. He loves cars. And he was the one who was in Mr. Aonuma's ear he about the Master, the Master Cycle Zero. Yeah. So I wonder he, if this is him. He's like, let's keep going with this. This was he great. He was like 
obsessed with the master cycle. Right. And was disappointed that it came out as DLC. He went when we, to the car show. The LA car show when, yeah. when he was in town for the Game Awards. I told him that I was going to give him a license plate that says like, <laughs> <laughs> like Zelda, like whatever. T-R-I-F-R-C or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> T-R-1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, F-R-C. Yeah. Good. Um, and he, and he really liked that idea. Great. But he, Did you like, do it? No. How disappointing. Maybe now I can He's let down him. by you. He is probably. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, the whole verticality of the game. Sure. Does look, I mean, there does seem to be a lot there. Yeah. In terms of yeah. traversing not just the ground now, but. The sky. It seems like it's going to be very easy to get into the sky, and you're going to be doing a lot of moving around when you're in the sky. Yeah, which no, I the, think I think is cool. And that, but that's something that we kind of expected, though. So in terms of like things that were new in this trailer, I think for me it was definitely the story stuff because we kind of knew that it was going to be about like this kingdom in the clouds that you're also. Well, I don't know. I mean, Skyward Sword was a very like hard line between like you're in the sky and you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. And there's like a big loading screen in between. And obviously, they would You think you're seamlessly going through Yeah. Both. Absolutely. Cuz right. you saw him get on his little little flying chariot thing and go into the sky. And it seemed to be like layers and layers of stuff in okay. the sky and a lot there. So All right. Uh, if it's almost like yeah, there's the base world map and then there's like almost a whole other world map of mm-hmm. stuff to check out on that, that that's exciting if that's yeah. what it is. Um, this is all like, it was like uh, grinding on rails, getting extreme, doing some extreme sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like a cool like bow and arrow where the arrow was like flying around. Yeah, like there was some, there's definitely kind of some thing. sort of like superhero, like Iron Man type of stuff yeah. happening. <laughs> a little Iron Man y, which I'm like a little cheesed out by that, but whatever, it's fine. So we still know less than nothing about this game. Yeah. Um, but the character art that they released days following it has also just, it's very interesting. Like Which one? What, they, they released one of Zelda, one of Link. Um, and Were those new? They looked like a little bit more detailed oh. than, and more close up maybe than okay. before. I don't know if they're like new, new. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what? Time period. Like, why does he look uh, like a caveman? Like, I got a lot of... His hair is voluminous. And he has, like, a... Like, he's wearing, like, a... It's, like, a, Fabio style <laughs> yeah, or something. he's got, like, romance novel yeah, hair. Like, Harlow Quinn romance. But then he's also wearing, like, like a... You know, like a tunic kind of... Like a kinda. caveman? Yeah. Kind of... Yeah, what's with, this, what's, what's with this look and feel here? I don't know. It's very strange. Prehistoric link. Yeah, is it pre... Like, I was yeah. wondering, like, what... When, when, when is this? What time period okay. are we in here? Okay, okay. Yeah, anyways. Um... They also announced the limited edition mm-hmm. for the game. Well, that's pricey too. Which was pricey yes. and uh, to, to my eye was not really worth it. Uh, to each their own though. A little closer. <clears throat> I'm sure it's immediately sold out. So there's that. It did. It seemed to be yeah. uh, going fast. Uh, Amiibo. They, Amiibo that looked really cool. It was of the statue they had at Nintendo Live. Yeah. That must be like the main sort of look pose right. that they want Link to be in. For People this were game. saying that that changes the parasail. I hope it does more than that, because that's not a lot. Oh yeah, because they have the Majora's Mask parasail, which looks like a kite now. Yeah, and you could use the the other Zelda amiibo to do different parasails. I like how you can scan those and used to be for like stuffs. I spent like an hour with Me the too. first game, just like doing it all. Yeah, and, and then I got like so much chest raining out of the sky. Chest? Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Get some good weapons that way too, though. And some food, costumes. Food costumes. Yeah. It was useful, I thought. Yeah. 
Um, this was not in the direct, but it was confirmed that the game is seventy dollars. Which That's the base uh, game. people are people are talking people are, about this. Yeah, people are talking. Um, I am. I mean, I'm not happy about it that the game costs more money, but I understand why they're doing it, which yeah. is basically because they can. Right. Um, it's like a game of chicken. It's like, hey, people who are going to complain, are you going to complain so much that you're not going to buy it? Probably not. Probably not. Just like how Pokemon was, you guys complained about Pokemon forever because of the glitches, but then it ended up being the like the well, best-selling game of all time or whatever. Now so. Nintendo has some has some experience with these sort of fan campaigns. Where they know, like, it really doesn't... I'll talk. It doesn't impact, impact the bottom yeah, line. unless everyone puts their money where their mouth is, as they say. Right. Like, you know, I don't think Nintendo cares. Um, I, I'm all, again, I just want these developers to be paid fairly. Yeah. So if I can help them be, be paid and, and have the development team have, like, longevity to continue to make really great, awesome games, then, like, I will... I will pay the extra ten dollars. Like, it's, yeah. it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I mean, some people are very, very mad about this. Yeah, two coffees, like, guys. It is two Starbucks coffees. People saying like, oh, well, you know, the hardware is not strong enough to justify it. It's like, does it matter? I, I don't, I don't really, think it's about the hardware. Or the well, this specs. is this is the argument a lot of people are making. I don't I don't understand it. Um, I don't really again, I'm, I'm also not caping for, for games to cost more, but it's like, I understand why it is. Yeah, I, I do too. You know? And again, I just, I want to support them, you know, the, especially the development team, so. Uh, they did say that this is not the ongoing cost of every Switch game going forward. Right. Um, which is good because. Yeah, I think it, it, it should depend on like, it shouldn't be a blanket thing. Yeah. They should, they should evaluate the, how much they're selling a game based on you know, a, var a variety of factors. Right. And it seems like that's what they're doing. Yeah. So that's I'm just going to say, I remember at Nintendo, there were some conversations about games that we worked on. Should this cost $70? And people eventually backed away from that. Yeah. But it's, There's it's also games been... that were like, should we lower the price? This maybe could be like a $29 game. You know, like, there was game stuff like that too. If you think hard about game pricing, it's very strange. All of it is strange. Yeah. There's no standard, again. Right. Once again, the industry has no standard. It's like, well, 95% of the games are $60, and then you've got a couple that are more and a couple that are less. Yeah. And, and, and why are those more or less? It's like, whoa. Well, what are the reasons? And all the know. reasons are a little nebulous and a little bit like, you know, sort of depending on your perspective. So there, there you have it. Right. And then the Metroid Prime Remastered is $40. People have been debating that. Is it worth $40? Yeah. For I, a game that's remastered. I, you, you could probably also argue, like, they could charge $60 for that. Right. Um, so, I don't... It's it's a very strange... The economics of games. Yeah. There's got to be a theory this is behind so, it. In economics, you learn about price elasticity. Do you That's know, right. Do you know yeah, what this is? I definitely know about this that. This is like how much can you move the price before the response it's, from the consumer... It snaps, yeah. Snaps, it breaks. Exactly. Right. Uh, raising the price of Zelda $10 is is not going to snap I don't think so. Anything. There's definitely conversation about it, but I don't think it's going to snap yeah. the... What's going to be snapping is People's Mario's patience. waistband when he puts that fat wallet in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> his wham It's going to be like a big. Subway commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Bowser snapping a pencil because there's too many, too many complaints. <laughs> ah. Shut it. Um, we did not get... and uh, In hindsight now, I'm wondering... DLC. Since they're they're trying to completely cash in on this game. Mm. It's very clear. We've got every type of product, every type of range of prices available. Sure. Uh, I remember we were, we announced the DLC for Breath of the Wild very early. Yeah. And that was a big debate. It was a huge because debate. Because... Does it take away from the main game? At the time... And it's like, why would you not put it in the main game? People are going to be mad. 
at the time, I said, okay, we're going to announce the DLC. What is the DLC? And I was like, mm, We don't know yet. We're still working on yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you want people to pay for something that you Pay for this thing really that like don't? doesn't exist and you don't even really have figured out. It, it ended up being just fine. Master cycle. That DLC was very cool. That DLC was great. Yeah. Totally worth it. Um, I imagine whatever the next beat for this game is, they will they will announce some sort of a There's expansion. Be. Yeah, more vehicles type more, thingy, thingy. More Iron Man suits. Yeah, like I'm sure they'll do. I mean, this this platoon format is following the Breath of the Wild format. It's like where there's some odds and ends, and then there's a big story thing. Yeah, yeah. The story things are always good to to like. Get me on. Yeah. A lot of the Breath of the Wild odds and ends, like, some of them I liked, some of them I didn't care for. Yeah. Uh, but there were certainly... Those memories, though. There ended played up, for those memories. There ended up being a good amount there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Third party stuff. Oh, the ghost trick. Ghost trick. Do you want... To, again, stop me if you want to talk about anything. I'm excited about We love Katamari. I was extremely excited for that. Where is he? He's right here. Huh? The yes, prince. the prince. The prince is here. Don't accidentally grab Sonic 06. Your hand no. will be... Get a get jolt like electric of, shock. of dark energy. <laughs> um, Etrian Odyssey Collection. Mm -hmm. That's three games in one. Yeah. And then we have these three games from uh, level five. It's like level five has risen from the dead. Like this is like redemption arc for level five because all of these games were games that I for sure thought were like dead forever. But yeah, Layton, Fantasy Life, <clears throat> and Deca Deca Police, Police is their new their new IP. Yeah, Deca Police is basically Astro Chain. But no more Yokai Watch. Where's oh the Yokai Watch? No more. Let's try that Learn again. Learn their lesson. Learn their <laughs> Let's lesson. Give it good. another shot. Reggie is not gonna do a wiggly dance. <laughs> not gonna. The wiggly dance. There will be no more special meetings. There won't be meetings. There, there won't be, no be more dancing. Donuts. There won't be donuts. No. There won't be watches. <laughs> Time pieces of all sorts. <laughs> You forgot about the fashion game, Fashion Dreamer. Oh. Since Sophia. Oh, you're excited about that. Same developers as Style Savvy. We found that out. Yeah, yeah we are. Not we. I am. You are. Very convinced. I'm happy for you. No, it is. I know. We're convinced of what? A fact? No, I'm very convinced to buy this game because it's oh, Sin I Sophia. Oh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me too. Great. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, did I miss any big things from this direct? It was jam-packed. It was great. Yeah, no, this is it. This is good. Uh, letter grade for this direct. I gave it, um, not, I think, 8 out of 10. So B plus. 8 out of 10 is a B minus. 80 out of 100 is a oh. B minus. So I guess you just gave it a failing grade in your book. Oh, no. no you, I, I think your mom's going to kick down this door <laughs> to, to ground the direct. You, gotta, you gave it an A? Nine, I gave it a nine, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. 90? Um, some people did 10. point out, like, well, there were actually not a lot of new games announced, mm. which I, was, I can understand that. Um, they did stick to what they said they would do, yeah, which like was the, games for the first, first half, half of the half year. Of the year. And normally they don't do that. They okay, give you yeah. a, a handful of surprises that go beyond that. Right. They didn't. So do I don't that. think we should penalize them for doing what they said they would do. Right. Right. I'm not penalizing. Because how many how many more games can you cram into the first half of the year? This is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. It's yeah. a lot of stuff. And it's a lot of stuff that <clears throat> I think. Like, it's very high quality. It's very yeah, absolutely. diverse. Like, we didn't get, like, 45 Bottom Sims. We didn't get... They yeah. learned their lesson with that. They really did. Yeah, yeah it's good. Mm. That was so weird. That was so weird. What happened? In hindsight, even weirder. Drunken Night? Yeah. With Square Enix and then Sake Bar? Yes, what? we'll show it all. Yeah. What happened, guys? Yeah. You guys were like, you ate one chicken wing and drank four bottles of sake, and that's what happened with this direct timing? Whatever. Um, but anyways, this is very good. It was... I thought the games were... 
it, the pacing was really well done, got those big surprises in the middle. I mean, there's definitely some games that I personally am not just like super excited sure. about. So that's why I gave it a, yeah. for me personally, a out of 10. But everything looked like everything quality, looked yeah. you know, <laughs> for whoever, there's some, somebody's gonna be excited about Someone's gonna be this. excited. Like yes. the, the things that I'm excited about obviously are like sort of, you know, count on one hand, but, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it's, I think it's good. Um, good showing for Nintendo. So, we were talking about earlier the uh, media narratives coming out of this direct. Yeah. And there were a lot of people who <laughs> said, okay, well, that was a good direct, but the writing's on the wall. The Switch has like mere months to live. <laughs> Days. Um, which I thought was a weird takeaway. Take. It was a weird takeaway. Instead of like, wow, Nintendo just jammed half the year with games and they have all these opportunities in the summer to talk about the More second half of the year. For, for 2023. I don't see why it's like, well, the, the finish line has never been closer. Like this this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I wonder if that's just an attractive headline that's like well, I mean, an interesting debate right people now. People just can't stop talking about that. So it might just be like a... Um, Forever thing until, a, the, um, until it happens. Uh, I'm forgetting the phrase. Uh, web optim, what's the word? What? The search terms. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we asked our Patreon folks uh, what they thought about this. Um, the question was, the latest Nintendo Direct has everyone talking about the Nintendo Switch lifecycle and whether it's time for Nintendo to introduce its next hardware platform. How are you feeling about Nintendo Switch at this point? And the options were, the Switch is old, it's time to move on to a new system. There's a lot of life left in the Switch, or I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, option one, which is the Switch is old, got 34%. There's a lot of life left in the Switch, got 52%, and I'm not sure, got 15%. Yeah. As as usual, level heads level prevail. Level-headed uh, thoughts prevail. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I feel like there is definitely life left back in the Switch. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if there is a lot of life. I think that there is maybe like a year and a half of life, until, and then we're probably going to see some announcements and, 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 you know, information about a new system. Mm -hmm. But it certainly isn't like, oh my God, next month, this switch is going to be obsolete. Right. And we, you should delete, you should just like throw it away. Like that's certainly, I mean, for the rest of this year, I think we're absolutely set. Um, and switch is going to be something that you'll be playing for mm -hmm. like a lot, I think. Yeah. For the rest of 2023. So. Uh, we got some great responses from Patreon subscribers on this topic. MarkyMan64 says, I'm not sure. I'm concerned about what actually comes next. How do they move on from the Switch whilst not throwing away the strong fan base they have built up and maintained? Is it backwards compatible, for example? Are we going to be starting yet again with a follow-up to NSO or Virtual Console, or does that follow forward? How do they avoid the confusion of the Wii U? All great points. Mm -hmm. And way to hit us with a whilst, Marky Man. Wow. Whilst. Classing up the joint. Uh, Benjamin Rivers says, I'm biased because I'm a developer, but yes. the Switch is so pleasant to both develop for and publish on, so I'd like to ride this train a little while longer. Yeah, I wonder great, Always great to hear from a developer. I wonder if other developers feel the same way as Benjamin Rivers. <laughs> yes. I, I bet they do. Katie says, all I want is a Switch 2. To me, the Switch is the perfect console, but I wish it could handle large open world games. Just give me a Switch with more power, a bigger handheld screen, but keep the form factor and portability, the detachable Joy-Cons, and the lightweight. 
I own a Steam Deck, but as a woman, I find it feels too big in my, as, in my hands and causes cramps. Yeah, I, I held one of those and had the same feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too heavy to comfortably play for a long time, and the battery life is like half of my Switch anyway. No one can do it like Nintendo, even as everyone tries to copy it. So I do want a new console, but I don't want to move away from mm -hmm. the Switch. Yeah, this was a sentiment that we heard a lot. Yeah, and a sentiment that I actually share. Yeah. yeah. Daniel says, I'd say it's time for new hardware, if only for the fact that Nintendo's own games are getting more and more ambitious. I think their developers are clearly ready for new hardware, and I would love to see the content they put out if they had just a bit more power. Yeah. And then finally, switching it up underscore says, this poll is a lot closer than I thought. I wonder how much the media narrative has helped form this opinion that the Switch is underpowered and ready for an update. I, for one, think there's a lot of life left in this console. There are still plenty of games being released, and personally, I am playing my Switch every day still. The addition of Game Boy games has really got me excited, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, excellent, excellent uh, comments, as usual. Yes. <clears throat> Great thoughts from our wonderful Patreon community that we pull every week for this podcast. Yeah. So... On this topic, again, there's just this building wave of people saying, we need the new thing, we need the next thing, we need the new thing. Mm -hmm. And as people who have been through multiple hardware console cycles, yeah. changeovers, both mm -hmm. just as fans and, and as, as people, people that working, are working, who on, are those, working yeah. on those, you know, my perspective is you really should like relish the best console generations and not just be in a rush to throw them into the trash. Yeah. And I think the Switch is one of the best hardware generations we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I think we should just celebrate that a bit more and really take the time to soak it all in and experience all the games that are here. Mm -hmm. Nobody can play every game and you know there's so many great games on this platform that I just think it's very short-sighted to just have this blind rush for the hot, the shiny new object. Yeah, and I think this this idea, and whenever I see the stories about we need a new console, we need new hardware, it's always around power. Right. That's always the narrative is like, we need more power. Right. But for what end, I guess, the, is my question. The question I have is, what what is the game experience that is not possible yeah. on the Switch? Right. Because I we both have... PS5 PS5s. and Xbox. And, and I, I played those systems and I those, enjoyed them. Those games, the genres, those types of game experiences, you could absolutely do on the Switch. They will never look as nice as PS5. Sure. The majority of the power of the PS5 is it's going into making it look as pretty. pretty as possible. Right. But there is no new genre or type of game that's that what you I'm can't saying. do on the Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless you just want a visual treat, which I do, I do like that as well. Sure. And I play my PS5 games for and, that. But you're reason. never gonna. That's never gonna be the Nintendo platform. The See, eye that's, that's it's what not I'm gonna saying. be the eye candy platform. That's exactly what I'm saying. So like, this argument of power doesn't make that much sense to me because it's like you. We've never seen Nintendo, like, concentrate on that, focus on that aspect of of making a game special because it looks, just because it looks pretty. Right. Um, we know that Nintendo is very focused on gameplay, very focused right. on unique ideas and ways for you to discover cool things. Um, that is what they have always done. Right. So like when we talk about new hardware and we say it's ubiquitous with power, like does that actually make sense? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, 
So now there's like a street and, cleaner thing coming by. And people will, will often point to like the same handful of games like, well, look at Pokemon. Pokemon Pokemon ran like trash. It's like, yeah, it did. But I, I, I don't think that's... I think fun though. I don't think that's because of the Switch. Like there's plenty of other games that have the same scope as Pokemon that run fine. I think that was just like a development like mistake sure. that they made or they didn't give themselves yeah. enough time or they just screwed up. But also people didn't care. Well, 20 million people That's what I'm <laughs> didn't saying. care they enough to, to care. buy it. And even people right. that complained about it eventually said that they like beat the game and had a great time. Right, right, So right. again, the, the power part, the power argument doesn't really hold up for me. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I think people, I think people make this assumption of like, yes, we're going to go into the next generation. It's going to be everything the Switch was and better. Yeah. But so often, like, there are so many pitfalls that Nintendo can really step in yeah. with the next platform where it's like, again, you should really enjoy this while yeah. it lasts because it, you never know when it a may not stinker be the, is going to be it next. Could, it could be the next Wii U. Yeah. Because like, what are all the, like, backwards compatibility is a huge question mm -hmm. they need to figure out. Yeah. Whatever they're doing with form factor, NSO yeah. and retro games, are they starting over like they have every single time before, or are they somehow gonna like? Yeah. Like, are we starting? Are we are we all buying Super Mario Brothers for the billionth time? <laughs> um, the yeah. form factor, like, do they? Does Nintendo? Can they just? Uh, they Avoid just, the gimmicks. Do they just have the itch? They do. To do something zany. They have the itch. They, they're going to make it out of cardboard, you guys. It's going to be bad. Build it yourself. <laughs> if, you're, if you think you're so smart. <laughs> Build yeah. your own 4K it's just, switch. It's just shut a, up. It's a pile of chips. You got to put it together yourself. <laughs> um, it's a pile of chips and magnets. Right. Um, the yeah. relationship with the developers, like like Benjamin Rivers was saying, like that all of that gets, gets shuffled and changed up in yeah. a new generation. Yeah. It's not going to be the same, but better. There's a lot that's going to be different. Right. Um, and that's very like Nintendo. And I think so. the people who are saying, like, just just find a way to carry on the Switch, it's really smart. Yeah. They and, should focus and on I that. Think, but can they is, the, is a big question. I keep going back to, like, the, the iPhone model. And it's like, no one's really been able to do that, where it's like, it's basically the same platform, but it's slowly, and it just very slowly gets better, and very slowly old hardware gets phased out. Yeah. It's like... Could they do that? Where they just very slowly put out small increments, but still support the very entry level stuff, and then yeah. after a few years, it's like, eh, yeah. sorry, that's so old, that's we so can't, old. we can't support yeah. but that. But that's like years later. But like by that point, most later. people have moved on to something right. new. I don't know. I feel like that's not very Nintendo. So they I, got, I, they got I, the itch. I get worried because I know, <laughs> I know them. I've, I've been there for 14 years <laughs> where they've gotten weird things. They, they get weird stuff in their heads. Like right. we gotta do glasses free 3D yeah. and we gotta do nonsense second screen living room, whatever. I know. So I get worried. The thing, <laughs> the thing with the Switch is though, it, it still really doesn't have like a huge competitor. Yeah, that too. I mean, people always yeah. point to the Steam Deck, but it's like, until I can walk into a, like a Target and buy a Steam Deck, it's not really on the same level in right, terms of right. mass adoption. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, maybe it's eating like 1% of the Switch's sales. Like, I don't think they're losing think sleep they're, over that. I don't think they even see it as a competitor. Right, there is no like big mass product that is like, oh, we're actually doing the same thing and we're doing right. it a little bit better in some ways. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. You can say the same thing for like Wii though too. Well, if that if, when the well, Wii was the wrapped, move. there was Connect, and Connect, and Connect yeah. was getting really big. So I could understand why they're like, well, "This is we maybe not. Zag. This is not the the blue ocean anymore." Yeah, they like the blue ocean a lot. 
They love a blue ocean. <laughs> I love that. They don't um, like the red. Right, right. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's We'll see. We'll see. But then there also there there are a company that, you know, that just loves to do new experimental things right. and you kind of admire them for it, but also it's nerve-wracking because they yeah. sometimes they work and sometimes it. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's that's the that's the risk that you take for being, you know, a company that values innovation and um, and creativity, which I think is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it, it could be something that is very niche or yeah. something that's not quite what you expect. To the uh, longest hardware generation that I could remember, and I went back and checked, was the Xbox 360, mm. which lasts about eight years. That's pretty long. Which is very long. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, and so I wonder... This is Switch's seven? No. Uh, well, it's going to be, so 2023, so it's six years. Six years. Yeah, okay. so, you know, could you, could they squeeze two more years of life? When the Xbox 360 was wrapping up, I didn't feel like, God. Oh my gosh, finally. Thank, thank God, yeah, finally yeah, I can exactly. move off of this thing. And a lot of times these these transitions feel like they happen too fast. Like, yeah. I remember PS4. I think PlayStation does it way too fast. The la Like, one of the last games I played on my PlayStation 4 was a Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Which was like... It's incredible, beautiful. beautiful looking game. And then like, I got the PS5 like yeah, that. Like, why do we need this? And I was like, wait, this looks the same. This, these games look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the frame rate's a little bit better. But I like, guess, but like, can you really tell yeah. with the naked eye? Like, I know. If you weren't. Some people can. Really I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one of those Again, people. I'm not one of those people. So it's just maybe person, personal yeah. preference. But Right. Anyways. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So yes, I think the Switch has some life left. I, I do think. Um, you know, Nintendo's thinking hard about what's happened, what's going to happen yeah. next. I'm sure they've looked at every scenario. They looked at of every what. Scenario. What could we do next? Yeah, they've yeah. looked at. They have. They they've made the list. Yeah, the but pro you, con list. But you got to pick one ultimately. Yeah. So that's. And there's a lot of people that are going to make that decision too. Right. And some people might have differing opinions. If you're a developer or you're a business person, like you might have two different opinions because who's going to be the final decision maker? I'm, I don't want to say the name, but I have a name in my head, and it's causing me a lot. There's of no concern. Mr. Awada to say this one. I have a name in my head that's causing me a lot of concern you that can, I'm not. You can say. tell me that later. I'll tell you that later, or I'll tell us, I'll tell you guys in the bonus Q and A. But there's oh one person gosh. that I'm nervous about. Uh, good, uh, good discussion on that. Yes. Um, so we're going to go back and, uh, we're going to keep talking about this Nintendo Direct. There's a lot. <laughs> we're going to grade our predictions. Yes, I'm nervous. Uh, I and I just got logged out of the Google document so you can get us started, please. <laughs> okay. Well, Why does this always happen? This I happens so much. Well, I pulled up my predictions. Yes. So I'll start with, uh, let's start with our first party because we had four different sections. First party third party, non-game, and zany. We, I think we failed the non-game section. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, but let's start with our first party predictions. Um, I said... Yeah? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, short update. I did say that maybe they'll follow it up with you, an you announcement of a title direct. One. They did not announce a title direct. You were more though. right than I was on this one. So I think I get an A for that. You did great on that. Yeah. 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 I but said we, the, we did not get a title direct though. But I think we do. Mm. I think we have one coming. Yeah. I, I said I, the I opposite. Smell a title direct. People. I said I said that this would be the big overview of the game. Yeah. And then that'll be it. So yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. I still think that would have been a better way to go. F well, for you. A for me. Uh, F. F. <laughs> Jeez. C. Um, 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 I said Splatoon DLC, single player updates, new maps. I think I get an A for that. We both said that. Okay, a for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so we're both pretty spot on with that. 
Uh, new, not new maps. I mean, there's well, new well, 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 well. hub world. Back on Zelda. What did you say about Wind Waker and Twilight Princess remasters? Not coming. Not coming. I said that too. Yeah. But. Where is it? Listen. Those. The title track? Those and the Metroid <laughs> remasters were always talked about in the same breath. Of like, the, we, these are heavily it's rumored. It's definitely We've heard there. About this. Yes, so they have it. This does reinforce. The, the valid the potential validity of those it is totally valid um, they have those other two metro games and they have one worker and toilet so those are just those sitting are, on those eggs yeah but it's clear they, they don't need to to drop those before mm -hmm. uh, tears of the kingdom yeah those are just like later you on extend the life of the switch when we you need when we need something biggish you save that to to fill out a a month yeah there you, you go i mean that is such an easy way to buy yourself time right. so easy we both said that there would be no metroid oops yeah, I said there was no Metroid until um, later this year. So we were both, that's why I was so surprised, but that's yeah. great. Uh, we both said Advance Wars Shadow Drop. Didn't we really Shadow Drop, we but were, we did get a- It's not a complete whiff. I think it was a B. I okay. mean, you said it was launching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's soon. And it's very soon. Uh, we both said there, there would be no Mario Kart DLC. Oops. Oops. That's another whiff. Yeah. Uh, we said no new NSO platforms. This is not looking good. Yeah. I Whiffed said that. that there would be a demo for Kirby. You said there would not be. You, you got an A on that. I got that. You got demo on Kirby. Yeah. Um, did you have, what other first party stuff did I you said have? we have, we're going to get a Bayonetta Origins new trailer, which we did, plus a launch date. I, I also said that there probably was going to be Pikmin, but I didn't. I didn't really. Oh, you you hedged on Pikmin. I hedged Pikmin. on Pikmin. Yeah, I was you like, shouldn't have done that. Yes or no? Yes or no? Commit but... to Pikmin. Yeah, I just don't care. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anything else? First party? No, that's all no. I had. Yeah. Uh, third party. This was a big. <laughs> all of the. I did say was... they were they were all big swings for me though. The one that I'm really surprised. Well, you didn't get the the Final Pixel. Fantasy yeah. Pixel remastered. Yeah. I'm shocked that that was not in Where there. Where is that? Well, again, it's coming out on spring on Switch. They need to announce a date. That would have been the perfect place to do it. Why didn't they do it? They're being so weird with this game. Oh, this is another drunken square. It's just like Enix. whatever you think we should do, we're not going to do it. Sake night. Yeah, they got they got they got buried with the farm sim and they uh, did not discuss the yeah. launch timing for. It was Pixel, terrible. Um, yeah, that was bad. I can definitely not have called all of the level five games. There's no way well, no, I could have called that. Nobody could. That's ridiculous. That. Um, I had Soaks on. Ha ha. It's not bad. <laughs> I did not get any Fae Farm updates, which I was a little, oh, a little frosty farm. about that. Uh, I had some other, again, I had some big swings in third price. I said High Five Rush didn't happen. Didn't happen. Dragon Quest didn't happen. Didn't happen. Assassin's Creed didn't happen. No. Yeah. Those all, though, could, in the future could happen. I'm this not ruling. I'm not, I'm not no, letting go of any of those. Don't rule it out. There's don't still rule time. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't get Pocky Jockey Shadow Drop. Darn. That was yours. <laughs> uh, Non-game, there was basically nothing. I know. We were really, yeah. Lego was... Zelda, no. Mario movie, no. Although Nintendo it did, it Live. Did, it did happen. Mario... We're, partially, we're partially correct. For Mario. Because we Mario talked about something movie. leading into the Super Bowl. There was a Super Bowl. That's game. true. The Super Bowl thing was very cool. Got to give ourselves some credit for that. Okay, but we did not give the Nintendo Live. <laughs> no, we didn't. Why? But again, if they want to do that, they got to do it soon. So Maybe they're going to stand alone. Just, yeah. Big enough for a standalone. Or maybe they're just not ready yet because they need to get their ducks. Well, they better hurry up. Ducks gotta be, yeah, it's almost, I mean. Timmy and Tommy on the East Coast wanna wanna fly out to wherever it's happening to, to go to this, yeah. Huh? Timmy and Tommy, Dodo Airlines? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Zany. Uh, we, have, we got no devs. We got nothing. 
There were none. Only yeah, it was Mr. Mr. Takahashi. Takahashi was yeah. that, and he's not yet. He was snapping away left and right. He really was. Yeah. He was, he was having he a was, great time. He was having a fit. Yeah. No dog or anything. No, I didn't remember. No, no, no Aonuma. We're, we're never seeing Doug again. I swear <laughs> to God. He is <laughs> Let him out. He is locked up. He Let is Doug locked out. up tight. Locked oh, up. They've man. thrown away that key. That's sad. Poor Doug. I miss him. I miss his face. Um, he, did, he did say that people should get their bingo boards ready. Okay. I wonder if he got in trouble for that, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Uh, so, how... Overall I guess we, we grade each other. How would you grade me? I'm going to give you a C-. minus. <gasps> what? I think your biggest whiff <gasps> was Zelda. That's really harsh. Zelda was pretty a big whiff for you. Uh, well, I guess I was, you know, more concerned about what they should have done than what they actually did. You're do. not the lead anymore, okay? Yeah. That's what go. happens when they you're really, not the lead. They really got a downgrade, I guess. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say it out loud. Read my mind, people. Uh, I'll give you a B. <laughs> I think I deserve a B. I think a I B. deserve a B. No. But, wow, C minus. Jeez. You're so fixated on these grades. Well, you wanted to grade. So, yes, but that's that's harsh. C minus. Yeah. You can't just have boring safe predictions. They're not safe. Every time. They're not safe. Super safe. No, they're we're gonna ban out of orange in slush dates coming out in two Silk weeks. Song. Who cares? Silk. Silk song. Silky as of songs. Oh my gosh! You gotta get off the internet, man. Me? <laughs> you gotta get off. I'm gonna get on the internet. <laughs> oh well, really? <laughs> yeah. I am logging on to AOL.com. Locked. My twenty six hundred bond modem can't keep up. Me? That's that sound. The the modem. That's what I was trying to do. Didn't quite work. Okay, are we done with this direct? Are we? Are we? Yes, I think we are. Fall it away. Fall it away. Now it is time for story time. Okay, story time is fun because we, we were thinking about Mr. Onuma right. with, with fondness. And we were hoping that we'd see a glimpse of him in yeah. the direct. And so we were, when we were thinking about story time, we wanted to tell a Mr. Onuma story. Um, we didn't see him. Which makes me miss him even more. And then I was thinking about the story and I was just like, oh, I really, I really do miss him. Um, but we've had the great privilege to work very closely with Mr. Onuma for many, 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 Indeed. many years yeah. across dozens of launches, mm -hmm. Zelda launches. Yeah. And, and um, this story, now you are, you're like chomping at the bit because you're like, we got to tell like this part of the story and this part of the story and this part of the story and this part of the story. I'm like, no. Well, you haven't really given me any details uh, no. on what you want this story to entail. So this is about, he came to New York. Yes. And we were there with him in 2013. Right. For A Link Between for Worlds. A Link Between Worlds. He was at, he was, he, we uh, was working with him on a New York Comic Con panel. Right. Where we set up, um, that you hosted. So you hosted. Did I host that one? Yes. Oh, okay, I hosted. Wow. <laughs> wow. Great prep. I, for, I forgot. I forgot that I hosted it. Usually I make you host uh, it because so, I'm scared so of them. So this story is 99% made up. Because <laughs> no, she doesn't remember. I do remember. Uh, anyhow. Yes, there's a lot that happened on this trip. I guess we're not talking about all of it, though. No, we got to save it. Because Fine. I want to do Zelda Week leading up to Tears right. of the Kingdom. Now that we have a chance to play those Oracle games and uh, Minish Cap. Um, we gotta set up Zelda right. Week in, in, a, in the next couple of months. So well, we please, gotta, please get us started. We with gotta the story save then. some of I'm, the. I'm the deets. riding blind here. You are. Yeah. So this was a, one of our favorite trips with Mr. Anuma. A lot happened, good and bad, on this trip. Um, but one part of the trip that I thought was just very wholesome and just really speaks to just who he is, I guess, like just as a person, as like a, a human. 
um, was his excitement of like getting immersed in the culture of New York. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that part only, but save the rest for All right. for later. So we'll set it up though, but he um, he comes to New York, he's doing this panel, and uh, it was a great trip. It was me, you, there was another person that came from the Japan office. She no longer works there. Yeah. Her and I were very, very, very close. We still are. Um, so it was like, I think, Yes. And a translator. And a translator. A great person named Rob Tunstall. Who no longer works at Nintendo, but is a wonderful Jeez. musician. So I, I would say like this was like the dream group. Uh, like it was basically like all your already kind of like close-ish friends mm -hmm. and people that you like and have like really good personal yeah. relationships right. with. Plus Mr. Chad Newman, which we had we already knew pretty well at that point. It was point. a very low maintenance guy. Yeah, he's super chill and um, yeah, very low maintenance. And it kind of started out really fun. Like he was very much like, I'm so excited to come to New York. Like I just want to be kind of like a tourist a little bit. Um, and we were like out to dinner the night before and he was like riding high on this dinner. Um, he was like, oh, I love like all the restaurant recommendations so far. Like I'll just, you can feed me whatever. I don't care. Like, I have no preference. Just, like, I'll follow you yeah. anywhere. Remember anywhere. we went to a great uh, Tapas restaurant. Yeah, he was really into that. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. And that's um, where he told us that he was so into it. It's, you know, a lot of the NCL developers don't play many video games. Yeah. So it's like, well, what are you inspired by? It's like, well, not a video game. But he said he was playing, um, I think it was Far Cry, Far Cry. 3 yeah. at the time. He's mm -hmm. like, I love the idea of those towers. Yeah, and, and that like, ended oh, up Breath, huh. of, Breath of the Wild, maybe. So, um... Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. So he was playing like, and we were talking about Diablo, how we all right. we all like Diablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so we had great time. We were having a great time with him. Um, as with these trips, there was like stuff that we're doing sort of before and after the main event, whether it was prepping um, or there was interviews happening. But this was when we still had the New York office, which we showed you yeah. guys in our New York vlog um, on Park Avenue. So we did a lot of the prep work there. Um, and it was like the day before the panel, um, at New York Comic Con and we were prepping and getting things all set up and rehearsing it and yeah. everything. Lunchtime rolls around and he was like, you know what I really would like? I was like, oh, well, let's, let's order in lunch. Like here's a bunch of menus. There's so many places around here. Like we can bring whatever in. He's like, you know what I really want? I want one of those street hot dogs. <sighs> and immediately I'm like taken over by fear because I was like no I can't let him eat that like that dirty the day before this big presentation hot dog and that that, that dirty yeah. hot dog water yeah from that guy on the street that's right I was terrified because I was like no don't eat that like, you're, gonna you're gonna have to gonna, do this panel yourself you're gonna have a stomach like something's gonna happen to you I don't I can't I have no there's like no like have you ever had one of these hot dogs yourself no really I don't think so I've had one before have you? I've had like a pretzel on the street. Well, that's different. And I like the nuts for nuts. Uh, I'm not a big hot dog person in general. Nuts for nuts is like the best smell in the world. And it tastes great for like two bites and you're like, I'm done. I only like the almonds and the nuts for nuts. Oh. But anyways, that's beyond the world. Next like, time you got to get a hot dog. I don't, I don't really like hot dogs. Oh. The idea of a hot dog kind of grosses me it's out. classic. It's iconic. Yes. All so right. he really wanted this hot dog is the, is the thing and I could not convince him out of this hot dog like no. I really tried I was like maybe get the hot dog try. tomorrow after the pan panel so you don't nope. have this he's like no I want it like I literally want this hot I want you to take me down with you and I want to buy this hot dog 
was like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> he really wanted to be the one to like buy the hot dog, yeah. like on the street. He wanted the experience. He wanted the New York. And you tried to stop him. I know, but I was looking out for his health and well-being. <laughs> I didn't want him to have like horrible stomach ache or like some sort of... A stomach ache. Yeah. I didn't want... <laughs> Do I need to go buy some like Pepto like as like a chaser to this hot dog? I don't know. The other thing that was really embarrassing is I had no cash. Why so, does this always happen? I'm always with people who have I no know, cash. You always have cash. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have Wham. cash. Wham. And so I was like walking around that New York office like panhandling for cash. Could have just asked me. I was there. You didn't have, oh, maybe you weren't there. I don't know what, where, mm. where you were. You were not around because I would have asked you, but I ended up scrounging around to all these poor saps in New York, like $5 here, $2 there, getting enough cash wow. um, for him to like go downstairs and buy this hot dog. This whole story is a tough look for you. It really was. Yeah. He did not get sick. So green. What do you mean? It's all rookie moves. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted. I was gonna order you a salad. You were prepared for every possible outcome. I was like, maybe we get a pizza. That's safe. Oh yeah, that's New York. He didn't want that. He wanted the dirty hot dog. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, we go downstairs. Gets the hot dog. He eats the hot dog. He loves the hot dog. Yeah. I think he eats two hot dogs. Actually, I was like, dang. Can't stop it. Just one. Yeah. Dang. Good thing I got like I panhandled like thirty dollars yeah. from the New York office. Good. I didn't pay them back, by the way. So sorry. Ooh. Sorry, guys. Um, the office is no longer there. Neither are those people. So. Well, they still exist. They're gonna send you an IOU from Japan or <laughs> I need to, like, Redmond make or something. Good on, yeah. this, on this cat, I'll send you guys like like. <laughs> gonna get an money. invoice. Venmo you later after this. <laughs> Hit me up if you want me to Venmo you your five dollars back. Um, and uh, he he loves it. He absolutely was like. There was other moments on this trip where he was like absolute tourist and it was adorable. But, we went um, to the MoMA with him. We did. That yeah, was great. He loved, he loved that. It. And he basically was like, I'll, I'll see you in like an hour. Yeah, he's like, it was like, don't, don't follow me around. Yeah, we were like, should you, do you want us to yeah, like. Do you need help? Do you, do you want to find something? He's like, no. No, go away. We'll meet, we'll meet back here in an hour or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, they were, at the MoMA, they had the, um, the surrealist exhibit. Magritte, I think, is the artist. Oh. Um, with the, that thing, the famous piece with like the pipe that says like, this is not a pipe, that French guy. I don't remember that, that one. That was the exhibit that he really wanted. Oh, he, he wanted he, to see that one. That was his favorite thing. Really? So he was like, I oh. have to go see this exhibit. Like, take me to the MoMA. And I was like, okay. So like he knew about that. Beforehand. Before he showed up. Yes. And wow. then he was like very taken in by like all the Jackson Pollocks yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. He yeah. was like really into that, like pop art and mm -hmm, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. which is, he's like cool. You know? Yeah, he is. He's like, he's like yeah. legit cool. Right. Anyway, so he did not get sick from the hot dog. Um, more on this New York trip in a later. Can we talk about the time. panel. We talk about that. No. Oh. Tune in for Jeez. Zelda Week. <laughs> okay. We talk about really milking this one. All right. There's so much that happened, and I want to talk. I want to tell the bad part of the story too. All right. The bad. The bad. The bad part, part yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was highs and lows, guys, and the hot dog was th thankfully a high, not a low. Um, yeah, but it was it was a, a time that he really played tourist in New York City yeah. with us. It was really fun to see him so excited to do these touristy things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was right. very very relieved that he was feeling ship shape the next day and no <laughs> did a stomach he didn't problems. Get a stomach ache, and I didn't have to <laughs> find ache. find some sort of <laughs> medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine slash porta potty at the at the New York Convention Center. Ew. Javits. Javits. Center. Great. Oh no. Um, all right, we can move on now to what we're playing. You yes. 
very excitedly told me that you finished Fire Emblem Engage. I did. I beat it wow. last night. I did. I really had to gut out the last bit of it, though. Okay, so Fire Emblem Engage. We're not going to review games on this podcast, but, but if we did, seven out of ten <laughs> is what I would. Letter do. grade. C minus. That's a C minus too. Just C. Just C. C. Seven out of ten. Okay. Um, I would say that I really, I think the battles, obviously, like the quickness of getting into the battles yeah. are generally really good and snappy, and the battles are really fun still. Like, it, it definitely is basically like chess with really hot characters, and I like that part about it. And the game is really beautiful. Like, I keep looking at the cutscenes, I'm like, just make the anime. Yeah. Just make it. You have the cutscenes. Like, you just add, like, two more cutscenes and you yeah. got yourself an anime. Yeah. Like, you don't need to really do much work to, to do that. And mm -hmm. it would be such a great entertainment property for yeah. them. So the game is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I, I really did have a lot of fun. I, I've, I think since Awakening, I've beaten pretty much every single Fire Emblem game. So I, I couldn't stop now, you know, with this one. Even though towards the end, I was sort of like, oh my gosh, yeah. when is this game going to end? Um, I think my complaint is that the chapters towards the end got really, really long. You were saying like two hours? There was one chapter that was like the one, one or two before the, the final penultimate. Boss. Yeah, I think it was like the penultimate or like the, like the last three chapters. It was a slog. Aye, aye, aye. Like there that was, was that was my critique of the game early on. Was like these matches go on really long. It was so hard. Like they had, they just threw everything into that map. Not only were it was like the map just laid out in a way that was very difficult for you to move around in. They did that thing that I hate, where they split your units into two oh, I like parts, and so yeah. now you had to like, like find team, a way. Team A and Team B. Yeah, but then you gotta find a way to like converge, and then before, you eventually before the boss yeah. fight, yeah. or like before you take on the boss. And then they had like a lot of conditions. Oh, the wind conditions. On, on the on the map, like yeah. there was like a thing that was shooting like lasers oh, out. Wow. So you got to move them yeah, out of the yeah, way yeah. of the laser because it's like a devastating blow to your team. Uh -huh. And if you don't win like this other way, then you then you lose. Yeah. So it was just, it was a lot. Like it was a lot to keep in your head as you went through this really challenging map. And um, yeah, it took me like, I want to say like two hours, two and a half to three hours to... <sighs> Just do that one now. Restarts? Did you restart? I did a little time crystal. Okay, but not but no a full-on restart. restart. I did not lose anyone except for poor Louie, who yeah. was a... We, a, we heard that story. Who was a victim to my sleep. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, and then the storyline, I think it's the weakest of all of the Fire Emblem games since, you know, yeah. all of the modern, I would say, Fire yeah, Emblem yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like very cheesy, generic... They do a lot of random stuff too that's like, you don't need to do this. It's like time travel and there's like this really cheesy scene with these villains that were like dying and then it was like some, I don't know. It, it was just cheesy. It was not It was like, you don't need the this. The villains always seemed like Power Rangers-esque level of like yeah. camp, camp camp to me. Yeah, and this villain was like, the personalities were just so bizarre. Like, the dialogue was bad. Like, uh, I, it was just like, this is unnecessary. I can yeah. skip this. Um, so like, the, for the first time, I wasn't like super taken in by like, oh, there's like a twist. The twist was only okay. Kind of called it early on. Okay. Um, so I didn't love, you know, really any of that. And yeah, the ring, the, the whole emblem thing... Um, 
was fine. Like, it's fun to learn about the different characters. Like, for me, it was like I didn't play like some of the yeah. older Fire Emblem yeah, yeah. games, and, and we do the parallels, we do learn about Did them. you have a favorite coming out of it? Um, I like Lynn a lot, oh, really? which I don't, I know nothing about her okay. until this game. Yeah. Um, but she was, when you do the, when you beat the game and they show you the credits, they tell you like who your like hero characters are. And it was, oh. it was Lynn and, um, uh, who was the lady with the thing on her head? The, the hibachi grill. Oh, I don't know. Ivy, Ivy. Yeah. Um, that was my pair, my pairing. Really? A strongest pair. Okay, you said early on you really liked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was really good. Did your Alir eventually overcome her weakness? Did she become a very valuable? Um, she did. Fighter? I, I um, eventually like leveled her up to the second tier of whatever her design divine dragon thing yeah. was. Um, the thing that saved her at the end is that she got better, like higher avoidance. So she dodge a lot of the okay. attacks. I mean, she couldn't take a hit to yeah. save her life, honestly. That's but, nerve. That's nerve wracking. But she did definitely have relying like, on the percentages. But then, like you, you inherit all those skills from your amb yeah. emblems, and I had like a, I basically maxed out the dodging. Oh, okay. So I knew like every turn, yeah. like if the some of the percentage like zero percent chance right. to hit you. Right. So, um, it was okay. Yeah. She She ended, ended up being all right. At okay. The end. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you playing next? I. I'm going to play the secret game that we're both playing. I know. I've, I've continued to play this game under a bar. We talk about it next week. Finally, yeah, we can talk about yeah. it next then week. And I'll have, I'll have something to talk about because right. I'm going to start you that have tonight. You have it too. Great. Yeah. Good. And then um, I definitely wanted to start um, my own because we streamed uh, Primary Mastered. But I actually want to just like, I want to play that game. You haven't started it? I started the first like hour. Okay. It, but I haven't just just really to check it out. Dug yeah. Into it yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. been playing that. I've been I've been juggling a lot of things, which normally I don't like to do. Yeah, but it's actually been a really fun thing to do. Like playing, so I've been playing Metroid and the Game Boy stuff. Yeah, and like playing Metroid and Game Boy Advance back to back. Like those were the same era. Yeah, so it kind of feels it's like right. a throwback to like two thousand. I know Y two K. Oh Y two K. Yeah. yeah. Planes are falling the out of the sky. Are, the, the computers are failing us. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're all wearing. Like, I am in. So again, I've, I've been juggling three things, so I'm not super deep, but I'm in the third area, the Fendron, Fendron, the Fendrona Drifts, is that how oh, you say yeah, it? The yeah, snow yeah. area. The snow area, That yeah. is, is extremely iconic. Yes. Um, Still looks good, I'm sure. Looks incredible. This yeah. game looks incredible. Uh, all the little details, all the textures, like you get up close, and then you know, all the like stuff of Samus's visor where there's like condensation, or mm -hmm. the reflection, the, the reflection is like one of the best things Ever. Yeah. Like small details little in any details, video game. Textures, ever. reflections. Seeing her face water, when you shoot a missile. Yeah. Just that one. Yeah. Just that one. Well, she's hot, so. Contended. But it's like that is such a smart like how come they haven't done that? Just more? a glimpse of her. I know. It's so good. Yeah, you just want to know. You just, cause you know. Because sometimes you forget like she's there. Like it's like, yeah, this is the hot I'm playing this game. You forget like she, that's her in the visor and in, in the helmet. That me all the time with her right i was like she's a robot she's not a robot she's a she's person. not a robot a human being yeah she's feeling them thoughts and when you see the reflection <clears throat> you're like oh yeah, yeah that's right she's uh this game has i think a lot of parallels to breath of the wild where it's like way 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 ahead of its time yeah and still feels very cutting edge fresh in a lot of ways holds up so well too it really does yeah um when we were playing on the stream um I had a bit of an issue. I, I found this out after the fact. 
the brightness on the monitor I was playing, I had the capture set up to, it was very dark. Yeah, you couldn't see anything. So I got I got hung up in a part of the game that was very dark and I died. And then you lost your save. And that's when we ended the stream. Yeah, um, okay. But then I played it, I was like, that can't be right. And I played it again. And because I was fine. like, I don't remember this this part early in the game yeah. like be having this problem. So I played it on a proper TV. The TV right. I usually play on was totally fine. It was totally fine. So that's embarrassing for me. Not your it's fault. Good thing I have this excuse to fall back on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no Johns, I'm about the Johns. I'm all about the Johns. But doesn't, doesn't yeah. it explain why you ran past the saves, a save hub? HUD, I didn't know it was there. Uh, thanks that's, for that's thanks for not, pointing it out to me. That's not your Helper. <laughs> I'm not the uh, walking map of Metroid Prime. Right, I haven't played that right. game in like 20 years. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep going with this and like downright finish it. Beat it. But um, I am having a great time kind of chipping away at it here yeah. and there. Um, you can always go back to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, stuff that like doesn't completely hold up as well, I would say, is just the transition in and out of the Morph Ball Ooh. is a little bit slower than I would want it to be. There's kind well, of like because you're used to dread. There's like a there's like a certain now. like seconds of animation where you it like the camera pulls out and you see her running and then and like there are some okay. times where it would be nice like the the first kind of big boss that plant thing like oh, you do yeah. need to pretty quickly get into the ball to get into the things and blow it up right and I'm just like taking hits as a like, as you like transform right right uh, but like 99% of the rest of the game is still like. Super fresh, super modern. All the different control schemes feel really good. Um, the default is twin stick. I'm surprised they went with that as the default because it's thank goodness because it, it's like we've never done this in a Metroid Prime game before. Thank goodness. But it is really good, really nice. It Just feels so the, good. The movement on the sticks, they yeah, totally like, nailed that exactly. What do you? I'd, I'd be so interested to talk to a developer of like how do you get like the feel of control of something like that? How do you dial that in? Because some games, some games have it and some games you don't. You test it like crazy. But test what? And then, like, is there some number in the code? It's like, oh, I changed this to a 22. For sure. Yeah. Like the sensitivity, be, all that yeah, stuff. I think yeah, it's, no, it's really like, I'm sure there's so many details that go into that. I would, I would love to talk and to like them. And, like, everyone probably has a different feel that they like, too. Right. So it just depends on how, how right, they like Right, right, right. Um, but they also have just like the classic one, which they're trying to emulate GameCube controls. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that's there. I don't want to play that way. No, though. I don't either. There's the motion controls, which again, I'm glad that's there. Some people really like that. Um, I've yet to try that. Maybe I should try it. I'm ne I never super loved Wii first person aiming because it was always like... A little bit off. There's the little margin, which is like how you yeah. turn your head. And it's, it's easy to get stuck in that and you're right. just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Um, and then there's another option, which is stick, twin stick aiming, but it's like Splatoon where you can do also do motion. Yeah. See, but I like that. Maybe I should try that. I played with that for a little while. It was really nice, really well done. Do I need the pillows? But, well, this game, you don't need the most precise aiming because pillows. it's about locking on. You still lock on to pretty much everything. Pillows? No, pillows. pillows. No. Stacks and stacks <gasps> of pillows. Well, if you're... In the dark. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, this is this is getting a little too intense, but um, yeah, there's just so much love and, and care and attention that went went into this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome it's to really see. Really wonderful. And then the Game Boy games. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of going around and checking them all out. Some I played, some I remembered, some I didn't. Uh, I had to play some Super Mario Land Two. Mm -hmm. That is still really good. Um, just, just enough you can feel it like plays a little bit different 
again in terms of the feel yeah. from a, a console Mario game, but they they got it close enough. That's where I had an issue with the original Super Mario Land. I was like, this this doesn't feel like a Mario like, game. Like Mario, this is yeah. this is like something else. Um, so that's great. Um, one that I didn't play. Gogo West. Yes, I was trying to remember the the name. Everyone um, says this is amazing. That game is really... I'm really excited to try that game out. That game's really interesting. Um, it's... How do you describe it? So there's like side-scrolling parts. Yeah. But then there's also a, like an RPG overworld. Yeah, yeah. And then you can also get into random battles through that. Mm -hmm. But then there are these big, large stages. Right. And you're like this gargoyle and you can fly a little bit or more, more hover than fly. Right. And then you sort of shoot fire. Um, but there's a lot of like... Have you played that game before ever? No. Me neither. That whole okay. series, I know people yeah. really like people it. People love that I series. I just like... A lot of people beat it over the weekend. They're like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. I want to try it. Let's and that's it. a game where the rewind is really helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that game's tough. It's really, really hard. Um, and the saves, you can save it. Right, right. Have as many saves as you want. So that game's been really fun to check out. Um, and there's a lot of other games in that series. So again, mm -hmm. now, now that I'm going down my retro game rabbit hole, no, I'm like, maybe I, You don't have to buy those. Maybe I should get some more of those. There is one of, one of those games is on the NES, the SNES NSO. And that I checked out briefly oh. as well. And it's like, that's more of that that looks really, that. really nice and is well presented. Cool. Um, I like the, um, the WarriorWare games. Yeah. I can't wait to play those again. Yeah. And I am debating whether or not I should play Mario and Luigi again because that game is so How cool. long is that game? I know. That's the thing. That's, it could be long. It could be it, really long. How long to be? We need to know. We need to know. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's not that long. I think it's Like really 20 long. hours? More than that. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe 40. <laughs> Those games are long, notoriously Yikes. long. Yeah, yeah. But they're good though. Very good. Okay. Um, I don't know about you, like this edition of the Game Boy games, like I, I kind of turned a corner on the NSO retro game stuff. I was like, this is actually a, like pretty good. A, this is actually a pretty solid offering. I feel like this is at least games that are, that, I don't know why, like I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just the time period, but it just feels like it holds up better in a modern well, sense because some of those N nes games they just honestly like i'm sorry but they just don't yeah they really they're the like super super early sort NES of games unplayable like unless great. you look at it for like a minute and you're like okay yeah. that's cool right and you're never gonna like replay it right there's so many games on this on this latest game boy game boy advance stuff that it's like oh i could legit replay this whole game again you know yeah and i don't say that a lot for NSO games. Well, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. And, you know, they sort of teased the games to come, and all the libraries on those are really, really They're good. Good. Yeah. Um, and the, the GBA library is, like, I think it's probably a little bit underrated at this point. It's mm -hmm. pretty stacked, and it's, like, it's basically an extension of the Super Nintendo yeah. in terms of what the types of games people right, were making. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how many people feel that way too but I, I kind of went from like yeah they have it but it's pretty lackluster and there's not enough there and there's a lot of filler yeah to like these are playable yeah, games is, that you could play now and this is pretty substantial right right and now we have pretty much all of the pre gamecube platforms mm, covered yeah which is a big part of the company's history yeah you Give know us the gamecube games that's like 15 ish years mm -hmm. Of history. Yeah, it's not So bad. it's still upon them to keep adding to these. Right. They still need to. 
Um, there's still a lot of good stuff that they could add. Yeah. And there's still... So it's going gonna, it's gonna to take like... Well, we'll have to see what the support looks like. <clears throat> yeah. Especially as we like... As they transition, you know, right, in right. a couple of years to the next system. But this was a really promising um, step for them. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it does give me and it does give me hope that this will carry over to the next system like we yeah, were talking if about. They, if they have if they went added to the this, trouble, this late, right. it, must, it must carry over. Let's hope so. Oh, my God. My goodness. Please. Don't get cute on us, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting it over again. I know, right? Bye, Super Mario World. <laughs> I can't do that. I really can't do that again. I'll buy Just it. like the little... No, it, it's... A, the drip feed of games, though. The drip feed. Just yeah. put them all out day one. Whatever you had already If on you the got episode, it done, get it out there. Dump it. <laughs> Dump it. <laughs> what Mr. Onuma said after the hot dog. <laughs> Just kidding, he didn't. He, was he didn't have a he, quote stomach ache. He was fine. Yes. All right. Okay, Time for questions from our community. We've got some great ones, and as always, they come from our Patreon subscribers. The first is from Ale Alejandro. Hey, Kit and Krista. Were either of you ever given the opportunity to be one of the Nintendo Direct presenters? For example, as the voiceover narrator or one of the actual on-screen presenters introducing new games slash snapping their fingers? If not, would you have liked to have been included in Nintendo Directs in any of those kinds of roles? You were in it. I did this. Yeah. Once. Chris Bloosh. Chris Bloosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was your your um, big Nintendo Direct so debut. First and only, right? So, First and last. So at that point, I was working. I, like, I was basically the NOA Nintendo Direct person. Yeah, that was a hard job. And that was a job I couldn't wait to hand off to somebody else. Because it, it was very challenging. It was really hard. Um, and, you know, we had a really great stable of people that we would pull from. Was, you know, Reggie and Bill Trinan, mm -hmm. Nate Bildorf, yeah. other people in Treehouse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we had in this Direct a, a couple games where... Nobody really wanted to do these. <laughs> I wonder why. It was um, Kersploosh, which uh, Harmo Knight, which is a game like that's a, that's it's a game a free game. game. Kersploosh is good. It's got a little Kersploosh is good or Harmo Knight's good. Kersploosh is good. Um, <laughs> we play Kersploosh. I'm not sure I agree with you. I played Kersploosh. Okay. I don't mind it. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Uh, and I think there maybe was like a couple other things. It's like, nobody's going to do this. And it was like, guess what? We need to lock this in. If nobody's going to do it, I'll, I'll volunteer myself. <laughs> and it was not like I wanted to do it. It was like, there's no other option. Right. Fine. Um, and, you know, I was also like writing the scripts for those at the That's time. Right. So I was yeah. like, well, how hard could this be? Because it's like a script that I wrote and I'm going to read it. Fine. Who cares? Yeah. Um, it's harder than it looks. It is really because hard. Because it is like you do need to nail every single word. Yeah. Every word matters. Because the, they only have a limited time for you to get every announcement out. And there it's are. It's like a tight run of show. Right. And there are details that like you have to get this word for word because it's an important detail. Yeah. So. There's no unlike, unlike this conversation. You, have to you, memorize, know, like, you are reading off of a yeah, teleprompter. teleprompter. And even if you wrote it and knew it as well as I did. It's really hard. It's still challenging yeah. to make it sound conversational not robotic yeah. so um you know i did it a number of times and i think what came out was fine curse bloosh I'm, I'm i'm glad that you were very enthusiastic i'm glad that we never really worked with a teleprompter or anything else like that because yeah. I, I think it's just unnatural that's the thing with 
with, with the question is that, you know, would we have liked to be? I, I would not have liked to be. Right. I would, like, hid away as much as possible because I didn't want to get asked. I think all of, again. I hate reading a script all and the, I can't do it. All the presenters we had were very talented presenters <clears throat> and probably could have done it off the cuff. But we, nobody we ever had enough time and it was so much stuff it's to get through. Much, yeah. We just had to do the teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I refuse to read a script. And yeah, so I don't Reggie is really good on the teleprompter. Re Reggie, is I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how, how he does, does that. I don't know how he does it either. That's amazing. It's so fun to write in Reggie's voice for the teleprompter. I know because he has such a distinct. You can just voice. you can just hear, hear him, him in your head. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to write for him actually because right. you just imagine him saying, "It's like no, that's not right. That's, that's not, not how he would, he would say, say it." Yeah, and you can even like like in your head hear like the way the way he pauses. Yes, and the the way that he like has his like intonations. Like you just know. Right. It's so cool. Yeah. When you're a presenter, that that's that. Somehow I, somehow I couldn't do that for anybody else. Like, I knew these people super well. Like, Bill Trinan, yeah, I know him really well. I, I could not do that for I him. Reggie has a style. He that's does. That's very distinctive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sad, is this how you pronounce it? Sadness? Sadness? I hope so. Aww. Please tell us if that's wrong. I wanted to ask about where Nintendo Direct style came from. Other game companies released mostly sizzle reels and hyped up trailers showing highly edited marketing. But Nintendo Directs, as we recently were reminded, tend to be more dry and informative marketing. The voiceover is colorful but not cartoonish. The presentation is willing to show the actual game from the player's perspective for longer periods of time. I like this. It feels less manipulative and gives me a clear, unhyped view of a game. I only feel hype when I personally should. However, a friend of mine during the Prime Direct said, I wonder when Nintendo is going to stop describing every game in a boring, slow manner. What are your thoughts on this tactic? If I'm accurate that it's unique, and why do you think Nintendo or NOA is doing it this way? So this was straight from Mr. Iwata yeah. <clears throat> when the whole Nintendo Direct concept was conceived. Yeah, it he was, basically was like, yeah, I want to just share the information very clearly and factually directly to our, our consumers and fans. Right. Um, I think at that time, Mr. Wada's big goal was like, you know, we were doing a lot of stuff where we would like do demos with media and then they would write something yeah. from their editorial mm -hmm. voice. Like we never had anything that was directly from like the horse's mouth, as they say. Right, right. And so, yeah, that's how that became the style. But I think his um, vision of Nintendo Direct is very much intact. Yeah. Um, and is very respected. And I don't think Nintendo will move away from this. Um, yeah. It's very much uh, what he conceived of, and I, it's still like that to this day. Yeah. Where you're completely right. It's not like overly hyped or overly produced. It's just a person of significance, um, of relevance, talking to you about what's coming up at Nintendo. Yeah. So. And it shows uh, a lot of confidence in the product to just present it so plainly. Yeah. You're like you're gonna, we're, you're gonna like this. We don't need to, you know, yeah. say anything crazy yeah. about it. And the company also does have some pretty strong opinions about not hyping things up, uh, which we will talk about uh, at a later date. Um, it makes oh. sense in a lot of cases. In some cases, it doesn't. It almost ruined my life in one case. Um, oh, so we'll yeah. talk about that later. That was interesting. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, da, da, da. Shuriken is next. Hi, Kit and Krista, with a direct potential... Oh, this, this question came before the direct was announced. Uh, with the direct having happened... <laughs> Sorry, Shuriken, I had to edit that. I must ask, what is the lore behind the name Nintendo Direct? Is it simply called that because Nintendo directly shows us new games? 
Also, do you guys know of other names that the Nintendo Directs could have been called before they settled on the name Nintendo Direct? I don't think there were any other options. No. It was just that. Mr. Iwata said that this is the name, and we all said, okay. And what you said of we are presenting it directly to you, that is the reason. And that's when he started to do the motion. Right, right. That's very iconically yes. him. And he, he conceived of all of this and yeah. basically just like had a meeting. And we all sat there, and he was like, this is what we're doing. Right. And we're like, okay, sounds good to us. So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> sorry there is not a deeper answer yeah. or meaning to this, but that's what it is. Yeah. And guess what? When you're first to do something like this, you get to pick the name. Right. So exactly. now everything else is a copycat of you, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Cerulean Dragon. They should really trademark that name, honestly. Uh, there's a lot of things that they did not trademark. They really should trademark like, this name. Nintendo Mint has not been trademarked. Steal it back. <laughs> Mine. Uh, Cerulean Dragon asks, hey, Kit and Krista, do you know who added this to the Nintendo Twitter page's bio? And it says in the Whoa. bio... Welcome to the official Nintendo profile for gaming news. We're listening to. It's very ominous. Uh, every time I see it, I get annoyed because I think it definitely isn't true and wonderful. Oh, <laughs> they are listening, but so, they may not be. Uh, they might not do anything about right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the, the implication with this, and it's extremely subtle, is Nintendo does not reply back to anybody on social media, and Correct. they never will. Yeah. There's but, a whole thing. But this is meant to be. That. It's like, hey, you're not just screaming into the void. There is somebody who is presumably seeing and relaying this back somewhere. And for the most case, it's true. Yeah, there is many reports. People are looking at these. Uh, people are paying attention. Does it result in anything? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I once considered when, when I would have been able to do so, I thought about taking this out. Because I also thought this was a little silly. Yeah. But I realized, like, you know, people pick up on the most minute most, changes. Yeah, like now and they stop listening. It would have become this whole new cycle of yeah. what does this mean? Yeah, they've stopped why, listening. Why did they do oh, it? No. Yeah, what's yeah. the reasoning? Something's yeah. happening. Yeah. The announcement's coming. You can't change a single and word like, for anything at this oh, point. Fine, it'll be like this till the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> just carve that into stone I know. forever. I know. Yeah, but it, it's true. It's like there is somebody, there is humans that are doing this. Yeah. And that are collecting people's, you know, right. responses and stuff, but may not yeah. make a big difference. Yeah. Brook Obscura is next. Now that GBA games have been added to the NSO expansion pack, how do you feel about the chances of Mother 3 oh. finally being made available outside of Japan? Rather than relying on consumers purchasing one specific product, the fervor for this game could boost subscriptions to the service, which seems to matter significantly more to Nintendo from a business perspective. I'm gonna say I wouldn't Hopeful. rule it out. Won't rule it I wouldn't out. rule it out at all. Yeah, I think now that there is like this like platform or whatever right. you want to call it, like it definitely makes it easier for them from a like a cost business perspective to do something yeah. like there this. There are games that were, you know, translated and released on NSO for the first time. Yeah. Um, there's Japanese games. So yeah, on paper, it could all, happen. Everything you would need to do this is there. Obviously, there are some degree of challenges with this game that have never been solved, but yeah. I'm sure somebody's talking about this. Yeah. Like, could, yeah. could we do this now? Can we finally get over these hurdles? Oh my gosh. I can don't you know. imagine? So. That would be great. Then people think, can finally stop asking. Yeah. I'd say never, never <laughs> say never on this. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could happen. It right. really could. That'll extend the life of the Switch by another two Although, months. the second half of, of the question 
you know, they really, this could have been GoldenEye 2, and they really dropped the ball on that. Do you hear anybody talking about GoldenEye now? No. Well, because the one-to-one -one solitaire. One-to-one <laughs> solitaire? One-to-one honey. One-three one kissy? The kissy and the honey. That's what happened to GoldenEye. Uh, got honeyed. Are there some Valentine's Day snafus? <laughs> have I ever heard of them? <laughs> the honey kissies? Uh, Don't do it, Don't people. do that, especially not at the office. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, I, yeah. I mean, that's like a whole other level of coordination and planning that I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, Gartooth asks, hi, Kit and Krista, what are your thoughts on the return of digital game vouchers to North America? It was surprising to see them offered again here since they were a limited time promotion in 2019. Why do you think they would bring them back? Now tell me about these vouchers, because I have heard a little bit about them, but I'm not sure I know what they are. Well, this was a program when we were there. Where is it? Do you not remember? It, no. He just said in 2019. I don't remember this at all. Um, do you remember this? I do. I wish was I, I involved? had. I wish I had paid a bit more close attention was this to like this. The eShop team. So no, I think this is something that they did in Japan that they brought over as a test, and they did it for a little while, and now they're back. I honestly do not remember. So basically, this at all. you can buy two eShop vouchers. I think for I believe it's a hundred dollars. Sorry if that's incorrect, but it's less than the price of a full price $60 game. Okay. And they have a list of games that these uh, are, that these will work with, and you can cash them in to get those games for a discount. Why can't you just discount the game? So you're basically, you're basically saying, you know, I want to, I want to buy the right to buy two games in the future at $10 off. I believe the reason, I, this I, is I was a weird. I was curious about this too, of like, why, why would we sell this at a discount? Like, people are buying these games. Why do we need to do this? Why, why do why it this do way? Why do you just do it? Yeah. This seems to be an easier way to do a discount. <clears throat> yeah. I think the, the rationale was we always want people to be playing on the platform, so this makes it a little bit easier for them to be doing that. Really? It was a very kind of roundabout explanation. No wonder I don't remember this because it was dumb. Uh, $10 up is great, $10 down is bad. That's your conclusion. Makes a lot well, of sense. Well, just if you're going to discount the game $10, just discount the game but $10. This, you can choose what game you want to put the discount on. But if, and I'll, they don't have to perpetually have it on sale. Because okay. that is what the Switch has going for it now. Is like It has a lot of people who own a Switch and who are still playing a lot of games. So if that extends that, I think, is the thinking. Okay. Like Let's just always have people... Playing, buying stuff. Play, buying and playing new games on Switch. I guess and let's you, make it a tiny bit easier. Or harder. I think people did confusing. say that Tears of the Kingdom is on the list. So you could actually get quite a discount with these game vouchers. $60. You can yeah. get, go back to the original price. Look, now that we need to buy our own games, maybe you shouldn't poo-poo this sort of thing. Oh. Okay? The bottom line, it's tax time. We gotta, we gotta, well, I gotta write this off. We gotta keep an eye write on this off stuff. This voucher. That never works. <laughs> uh, Riven asks, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is a remaster of a beloved classic. It's also adding new copy abilities for Kirby and brand new epilogue for additional story where you play as a different character. Metroid Prime Remastered is a remaster of a beloved classic, and that's all... <laughs> Why do you think they're adding bells and whistles to Kirby but not to Metroid Prime? Do you think there are some unannounced changes or additions that they might have included but not announced for players to discover on their own? Stuff like maybe the fusion suit from Metroid Prime Trilogy or an unlockable dread suit. This would be amazing. In short, why do you think Kirby gets extra toys but Samus doesn't? Do you think there are hidden new extras in Metroid Prime Remastered? 
Um, developers at Nintendo were always given the leeway to make these sorts of decisions. There is no like you must book add things. Bible of Nintendo development. Like yeah. if you are doing a remaster, you must do this and yeah, add this. Like think about like Bowser's Fury. How that right. was like basically another game right. that they decided to add. So it's just these are two very disparate dev teams who have probably no, no communication at all. I think it's because Metroid Prime. They're remastering the other two. They're busy. <laughs> And Kirby doesn't, doesn't, they don't have anything else to do anymore. That's what yeah, I think. I, I don't think there is that any is what I deep think. meaning or strategy to it. Yeah. It's just like, this is what one team wanted to do. Resources is the strategy. Right. Who has the time you to were, do things? You know, you were getting on to, for Kirby, of like, they added this thing for people who played through that game already and might need a little extra something to get back yeah, in. Yeah, because there's no other Kirby game coming out. Which is a smart, I think a smart idea. Yeah, but if there's two other Metroid games coming out, they don't need to do but that. But if you've already played through them? There's I mean, I, do, do you really, I mean, it seems like people are buying and loving this. Yeah, do you really so need So did you really need it in the first place? These are things that you, you can argue forever and can't actually prove. Right. So there will always be people doing variations Resources. on these. Resources. But people will love to debate it endlessly. Okay, let's debate. Yeah, no, not us. These these people at Nintendo will debate it endlessly. Oh, the people yeah. at Nintendo. We must do this, or we else. Must. Okay, okay, okay. We so must. I, I, that's my prediction, though, as to why these two games specifically are treated this way. All right. That's my prediction. Pikmin Sneezkov asks, "Hi, Kit and Chris. I'd like to ask you about Star Fox Grand Prix." There have been reports that Star Fox may have used Star Fox Grand Prix as bait to find out any corporate espionage against it. What? <laughs> so whether or not Star Fox Grand Prix was ever intended to be a real title, it seems Nintendo deliberately put it out there so it could catch any espionage acts. My question is, could you confirm whether these reports are legitimate or false? Was Star, Force, Star Fox Grand Prix ever a real game, or was it just fake information put out there by Nintendo to catch moles and leaks? Thanks. It sounds like you don't know what this is. I'm idea what this is so this was uh, were you there this was up uh, we were both there this was part of the rumor mill i forget what year it was a couple years ago um it came out of like oh retro studios was working on this star fox racing game mm -hmm. that was canceled mm -hmm. it was it, it was like one of these games that they finished and they shelved and they never released it okay. and that got out there and that was a whole discussion it's like oh well this is why retro studios has been quiet for so long they had this game they, they made it they finished it and then they they canned it mm -hmm. uh, i don't know the answer to any of pikmin sneezkov questions i certainly saw the discussion around it um i don't remember this at all there, that, what was that, i doing not paying attention Oh. And there was that rumor of like, oh, this was like a fake thing that Nintendo put out there oh, to find to, to find to leakers. Find out who's leaking? To find leakers. They take the leaks very seriously at Nintendo. Yeah. So we have no hard information on any of this. Yeah. Um, How interesting. It's a lot of work to come up to something with that. But degree, they but they do care about leaks and they, they want to they want to stop the leaks. They, yeah. they take it again, they take it very <clears throat> seriously. The people that were you know, working day and night on investigating leaks and things like that. Like, they're, you know, they're serious. It's serious business at Nintendo. So, who knows? I think if it's real, mm -hmm. we will eventually find out more about it. There's yeah. more and more of that happening lately. Yeah. Of, like, some ex-developer is like, oh, yeah, I was working on this. And, and now here's, here's the PowerPoint. Or yeah, let me tell you about right, this. Right. And these things are harder to put a lid on forever. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Just like the. The prime yeah, stuff. so that's that's my conclusion. I don't know. <laughs> Great conclusion. <laughs> Last questions from VGM Life. 
At Kit and Krista, I'd like to put on your PR thinking cappies and focus on the Super Mario Brothers movie's post-release plan. Everything is up to you. One, how long does it stay in theaters? The average is four weeks. Two, when will you release the movie for purchase or rental digitally? The average is 45 days later. Do you try to time that release to a game release later in the year? Three, what streaming platform do you eventually release it on? Ignore that it's a Universal Pictures production. Four, the Blu-ray release includes a 10% off coupon for a non-video game product. What is the product or service that comes with it? I do not know how to market movies, but... <laughs> if I did. If I did. Yeah, I, I think you definitely want to extend the shelf life and the conversation right. of that movie as much as you can. Because once the, it comes out on theaters, you got very limited time. The question about theaters, is it really up to you? Like, it seems to be however long there's demand, you can keep it in there. Right? Um, no, I think it's up to you. Because something like Avatar, like... Who knows? Like, that came out a long time ago. People are still watching that and going to see oh, it. Okay. It's still in theaters. Maybe it depends on the but theater But a deal. movie that's a bomb, obviously they're going to yank it fast, right? Because they're going to make room for another I movie I mean, maybe maybe there's like a base amount of time that they yeah. agree, like you're going to have it, and then they, can, ex have to have and they it. can extend it. Yeah. So... Yeah. This comes out in April. I think they should... I mean, it's, it's a great summer movie. So they should definitely keep it in there. Is for, April summer? I, I was going to say keep it. through the summer till like September-ish. I mean, that's my like kind of lame answer is like as long as there's interest i mean at least for the summer because this is going to be like the kids and the families and the nonsense so like what do you mean into may june what like july august if you into can. july if you can that's a really long time people want to go what if you want to come and see it multiple times i think that's hard because there's so many other movies there, coming out movies and they coming out? unless this is like an avatar level hit and i do still think this is going to make a billion dollars this is where it's like marvel you, again you need to have a reason to keep it in that theater because you're taking theaters away from something else. You're taking like the spot in the What are theater. the big new summer movies this year? I have no they, clue. They have like um, a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right, May. right, 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 right. So that's probably the next biggest one. I, I mean, it's kind of a, a bummer that they're missing the summer movie time, though, for this. Uh, I'm sure they had a reason for this of like, yeah. we're, this is the... They keep pushing up the start of summer. Like they, that could be their rational. We're we're starting summer this year in April. In April, yeah, we're starting summer. Be, in we're April. starting in February. Get your snow boots. Summer begins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I feel like that was like my favorite thing was like when summer movies yeah. came out, and then I was like, you know, in high school or junior high, right. and I'd go to the movies with my friends. Right, like that. right, and This right. is like the perfect movie for that for that yeah. age group. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next questions. When would you release the movie, and on what platform? Isn't it worth it to you to release it on as many platforms as possible so that more people see it? Or how does that work for you as the uh, Well, let's see. Big, like big, legit new releases. Like don't, HBO, Don't right? they usually come out on just one? Is it HBO? Uh, you, don't, one? you don't, I mean, you could buy it. Like it could be out on HBO and you could buy it on, on Amazon. Like Amazon, yeah. Um, I would say, I would just put it out for the highest bidder. Be like, but, and that would limit, and you need a big one. Like Netflix, HBO, Amazon. Not Amazon. If, you, if you're just putting it up for There's auction. There's no cloud on Amazon. Huh? I feel like Amazon doesn't have like the prestige. You want the prestige of an HBO. But you want a big audience, right? HBO. Is Does big. HBO have a bigger audience than Netflix or Amazon? Maybe not Netflix. But no one likes Netflix anymore. They started to stop their password. Just because you unsubscribed. No, people don't. Hey, because you were handing out bad passwords. No, it wasn't. They found out your scam and now you're no. trying you're on the lamb. I didn't. <laughs> you are. I'm not. I sniffed Give that out but fast. Give me your no. net. You can't even no. anymore. Guess what? You can't. No. Um, 
Yeah, I would just say like, hey, this is available. Make make an offer. Just do a bidding war because it's a big deal. Okay. And all three of those are big. So where would it where would it actually come out? Paramount is that what it is? I think we yeah I think we were looking into what what is Universal's. They can't do that. That'd be bad. That, that yeah. That'd they be terrible. Cannot. Cannot it happen. It has to be yeah. something something that's not big. that. It's too big. Right. Yeah. Okay. Somebody has to step in. Mr. Miyamoto has to stop this. Oh. <laughs> Single-handedly? Yes. He has to go sit down sit with down his big with wigs Chris, at Sit H- down HBO? with Steve Ballmer, a.k.a. Chris Melodondri. Set him straight. At HBO? Yeah. Headquarters? Um, the Blu-ray includes a 10% off coupon for a non-video game product. What is it? Mm. Is there going to be merch alongside this movie? There already is merch, yeah. Really? What is it? Happy Meals. No, somebody was talking about that's, that's there's, there's really toys much. or there's little plushies. There's... I would say keep it in the family and it's something related to Super Nintendo World. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be like an entertainment property. Right. Or like a Lego set or something like that. Lego's not universal. Oh, they can't do the universal. No. Oh, you're right. Okay, right. yeah. Then, yeah, Universal World is good. Yeah. Buy the stuff there, 10% off. Because it's, it's basically an ad for Super Nintendo World. Okay. And, but it might entice somebody to go. I don't know. You're probably not having to hammer a lot of these 10% offs. Because most people go aren't going to anyway. do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. People still buy Blu-rays, huh? I think there's... Yes. I don't. Director's I, commentary? I know you're, you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. I might actually buy this if they're... If, based on the bonuses, the extras. Like, if they had... Like, what if Mr. Miyamoto did, like, some commentary somehow? You would buy that. Well, I mean, I need a digital version of it. But if they have significant extras, I'll buy that. HBO will give you They don't put those extras on digital. HBO. No. Usually has the extras. This is not an... Behind the episode, you get two minutes of some nonsense. They have it. Terrible. What do you want, like a pop-up? They don't have it. They don't. You don't know what you're talking about right now. I do. (laughs) You don't know what you're talking about. I do. Okay, anyways. Thanks a lot, VGM Life. <laughs> How does VGM Life know so much about the movie business? Wow. Are you? I think VGM Life should make the decision. Are you Chris Malandandri in secret? <laughs> I think you know more than we do. Are you him? <laughs> you are, aren't you? Are you? Are you Steve Ballmer? Is you him? Huh? <laughs> Is you him now? <laughs> we need to stop this. Is yep. A long episode. Yep, yep, yep. We're past the two-hour mark. I'm I just to checked. Lose my mind. We're losing our marbles. Okay, here we go. Shouting out the superstars. Patreon superstars. Here yes, it comes. Yes, we got shouted out. Yeah. Ready? Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Jordan Collette. Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Rain Tech. Roy Eski. Switching it up. Underscore. Safazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft. And her pig Molly. Turbocharge Nerd. Thomas O'Rourke. And Simon Barrera. <laughs> Why did you say, we've got to shout it out? And then, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> we have to stop filming. <laughs> you need to go to the bathroom or something? A little bit, a little oh, bit, you, actually. You had a dirty New York hot dog, maybe. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach feels fine. Pee a little bit. Okay, here we go. It's rumbling. A rum burgundy. Adam and Ansley. Ajam Malari. Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astrodev. Blazed and enthused. Bookum Dano. Brad, SF56. Brookie Kazooie. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. 
Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cole. Daniel Phillips. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. Doo Face. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Fart Priest 69. Furbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox the Poi and his dog Bernard. Fred Rossi. Garrett Holfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Ian Shit. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jason Ball 34. JK99. JBJ. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry 92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Julius Westenberg. Just Camtro. Kawa 2796. Kelp Shake. Kevin Delane. Chris Sue. Christopia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frago. Lemma. Lil Sebastian. Lit. Mad Dog 5981. Marky Man 64. Matthew Rewald. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Michael White. Mikey. Monster Jordy. Motomania. Mr. Andy Pong. Mytran. Nazir. Nathan Burkhart. Panda, bu- Panda Paul- Buns. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Reaver. Ray Chiron. Ryuji Utsuho Okuu. Renee Rivers. Rayeth One. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Roxana Rex. Rox. Ryanetta. Sam Nealand. Sharif Jackson. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Shrews. Silly Ferris. Sparkling Salt. Spicy Munchkin. Starholt Productions. Steel Citron. Tales of Link. Tefu. Terra Storm. 64. Thomas Alvarez. Travis Torline. Troopage. Tud's Puppy Bear. Tuscoob. Tyler Geis. Video Game Stupid. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davey. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zutaverth. Zelgroth. And Zroid! You're falling apart at the end here. <laughs> Follow We get past two hours. Follow the wheels come on off. Patreon. <laughs> the training wheels just fall over and don't push. Um, <laughs> What was I saying? Follow the Patreon at patreon.com slash kittenkrista before I lose my mind. And, um... <clears throat> yes. Yeah. If I don't know. If you are watching on video, go ahead and subscribe to this channel, Kit and Krista. If you are listening on audio, you can leave a five-star rating and also write a review. Don't forget to follow us on our other social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. All right, really have to go. Literally. Wrapping it up. Okay. Bye! Bye!